welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I'm laughing because... uh. Just as we were about ready to start here, I looked in chat, and there's uh, Jimmy saying, Evening, Nai-Nai, my little butternut squash. You have no idea what you've started in my life with this. It's what happens when real... Oh, wow, I just hit the wrong button, and I deleted it. Wow, I deleted your comment. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I did. But you have no idea what that starts when real-life people that know me in my everyday life like face-to-face people, hear something on the show, and it just takes off. And, yeah, I, just, I have to thank you for that. Okay. All right, you guys. Hey, welcome to the show. It's going to be an amazing night. I am going to give you the phone number here real quick in case you would like to call in and share and read with us tonight. The number is 646-595-3965. That's 646 646- Five nine five three nine six five. If you'd like to call in and read, I want to let. Oh, I see you down there. We got gotcha. you, uh, brother. Oh, I just want to make sure that you hit one because you weren't in the lineup. Okay. Also, let you guys know if you are trying to get into chat and you cannot get into chat, just please keep refreshing the page. It seems to work a little bit better on Firefox than it does on Google. So if you're having problems getting in, just keep poking it with a stick. It'll let you in eventually. I'm um, getting quite a few emails about that right now with the chat not opening up. All right, so it's going to be a fun night. We've got all kinds of cool things planned. I want to let you know that we are going to be having the anniversary show for our 16th anniversary on December 1st. So if you want to write something special for that, for your fellow poets, for the community, something in celebration of our 16th anniversary, we will be doing that on December 1st, Thursday, December 1st, okay? Awesomeness. We have some things to go over before we get started here this week for our show on this amazing Thursday, and I'm going to go over those so that we can get to you, the poets, first of all. You know the drill. If you would like to put on a workshop with us, shoot me a message on Facebook. If you're not on my contacts, it's Nyla, N-Y-L-A, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to put together. You can pre-record this on your computer and email it to me, message it to me. You can um, have me do a conference call with you, and I can help you record it, or we can do it live or a combination of both. So... I'm trying to get all my little windows open here. Make sure I've got all my information up. Yeah, I've, I've been really, I've been prepared really until I went live. Then I, 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 everything turned into a shit show here. I was organized, and something happened. <laughs> anyway, workshop. Yeah, let me know what you want to do. We'll get that put together. Before we get started, I want to make sure that we thank our sponsors. It's really important to recognize those people who stepped up to the plate and helped contribute towards our 2022 broadcasting license. 
we would not be here. Literally, we would not be on the air anymore if it were not for the help from you, our listeners, from those of you in our community, those of you, our readers, all of you guys. If it were not for you, we would no longer be able to be on the air because I could not afford to do this on my own anymore. So those of you who do, you know, jump in and contribute whatever you can, I just want you to know how much on behalf of myself and on behalf of the entire community, how much we appreciate you. And that's why I make sure that you guys are recognized at the beginning of every single show. So our 2022 sponsors are Karen Depthrider-DeWitt, Melvin Douglas-Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, Trina Pierce, and I want to thank all of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of John Music Man Caves, the Appalachian poet Philip Kent Church, who's we're going to be starting the show with one of his tracks in a few minutes. Uh, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King Cades, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. Thank all of you so much. And we're actually going to, I want to let you know that we will be starting our 2023 sponsorship drive on December 31st. Um, I've had a couple of people email me and ask me when we're going to be doing that, starting that this year. So that will be, we're going to be starting that on December 31st. So you can kind of plan for that if you would like to. All right, so now what are we going to do? Oh, yes, the, the, the not the recording. We are going to do, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait for it. You guys know what I'm looking for right now. Wait for it. Boom. <laughs> it is time for inspiration from the inkwell. Ah, cheers, cheers. All right, as I go through these, go, everyone go ahead and grab your paper and pencil, your pens, journals, whatever you're going to write in. Um, as I go through this information tonight for our little miniature workshop, I want to let you know that if you happen to miss anything, if I get you lost somewhere along the way, don't panic. You can come back after the show is aired and listen to the uh, podcast in the archives and write down anything you happen to miss. And that goes if you're ever sitting there some night and you are kind of stuck at something to do. Just go back. We have 15 years worth of shows. Think about that. You know what? Are, what do you? What a resource that is for you guys you can come back to listen to the first 15 minutes of any show well we didn't we haven't been doing the prompts for 15 years but almost but you can go back and listen to the first 15 minutes of the shows and just grab something we have all kinds of things on here so it's like you know 15 years worth of little miniature workshops for you guys to to tap into if you're sitting there and bored one night so yeah if i get you lost don't worry you can come back and get it out of the archives we're going to jump right into this week's poetry prompts, which we will be using for the first three of our four re- weekly writing tasks I'm going to be giving out tonight. So let's get started by sharing those prompts. And as I go through these, remember, poetry prompts are like seeds planted, like blowing little dandelion fluffs out into the world. They are meant to land somewhere in fertile mines and grow into poems. Now, with that said, the prompt can be the title of your poem, it can be a line in your poem, or the general concept of your poem. Beyond that, what you do with them is up to you. All right, so you ready? Your first prompt. Number one. Part one. First, let me introduce myself. Part one. First, let me introduce myself. Number two. Talking to the wild. 
talking to the wild. Number three, and yet we keep forgetting. And yet we keep forgetting. Number four, she carries starlight in her pocket. She carries starlight in her pocket. Number five, the dark carnival. The dark carnival. Six, obsessed by beauty. Obsessed by beauty. Number seven, trade me, I love this one, trade me a memory. Trade me a memory. Number eight, a song I'd always known. A song I'd always known. Nine, the other half of me. The other half of me. Ten, they never read her book. They never read her book. Eleven, watching the bridge burn down. Watching the bridge burn down. Twelve, threadbare. Threadbare. Thirteen, late for death. Late for death. And fourteen, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. All right. Now remember, you can write one poem to each of the 14 prompts if you would like. You can mix and match them and use line 9 and 8, grab 13, and uh, what? let's throw 2 in there. Why not? All right. Mix and match them as you please for a poem. Or if you feel real fog- froggy, you can write a poem using all 14 prompts. Mm, there's, a, there's a challenge for you. All right. So the next thing we're going to do, those are your prompts for the week. Now, those are really important. If you missed any of them, come, make sure you come back and get them from the archives because these are, we're going to be using these not only as your poetry prompts but in your next two writing activities as well. What we're working on next is your writing exercise, and it is your pick apart a prompt exercise. With this exercise, we highlight what you do with a prompt before you write to it. It's far more important than what you do write to it. So before you start writing poems to these prompts, I want you to first open your journals and on a clean page, starting at the top, from this week's list, write down the first prompt. Then instead of writing a poem to it yet, I would like you to make a list of at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. Six different poems you could write to that one prompt. And really explore all the directions you could take it. Really dig in deep. Figure out all the things it could it could be twisted into six different poems. You could write to that one prompt. When you finish with the first one, move on to the next. Go on down the list until you have at least six ideas for poems you could write to each of the 14 prompts. And I guarantee you, you will not make it to the end of this exercise without an idea running away with you, and it's going to be something incredible and awesome. So once again, these are your 14 prompts you'll be using in your Pick Apart a Prompt writing exercise. One, Part one, first let me introduce myself. Two, talking to the wild. Three, and yet we keep forgetting. Four, she carries starlight in her pocket. Five, the dark carnival. Six, obsessed by beauty. Seven, trade me a memory. Eight, a song I'd always known. Nine, the other half of me. Ten, they never read her book. Eleven, watching the bridge burn down. Twelve, threadbare. Thirteen, late for death, and 14, I'll tell you a story. Now, using those prompts, 
your journal assignment, your prompted storytelling free write. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that that title, but that's what it is. In your journal, I want you to sit down and without giving it much premeditated thought, I want you to just sit down and have some fun. Remember, your journal is your one-on-one yoga pants time with your muse. This isn't meant to be turned into great, you know, great feats of writing. They aren't meant to be shared with the world. It's just your time to sit down and write without the constraints of being a poet. It's just get your pen moving, get you engaged with your muse, loosen up the, the marbles in there, you know, grease the wheel, whatever. All right, so in your journal, I want you to start with the very first prompt, part one. First, let me introduce myself. Write that on your page. And then just keep writing. I want you to write a story. And what makes this so fun is that you have to use all 14 prompts in your story in the order that I gave them to you. So you start writing part one. First, let me introduce myself. Um, I am here to talk to you tonight about talking to the wild. And this is something very important to do because, you know, global warning on that and all that, but, you know, yet we keep forgetting that that's just fake Fox News and, you know, it makes about as much sense as her carrying starlight in her pocket. Uh, might as well go sign up for a dark carnival and be a clown, you know, one of those ones that are obsessed by beauty, though. You don't want to, you know, waste all that good makeup. So blah, blah, blah. See how silly that was? It was absolutely, totally dumb, right? But it's fun. And it's really fun because you don't know what you're going to just have to like keep writing until you can somehow fit in the next prompt. So I really hope that you guys do this one. It really is silly fun, and it's important to do that. It's important to not every single time you sit down to write to put that mantle on yourself that you have to be a awesome poet and you must write something wonderful and oh my gosh I've got my little funny hat on and I'm sitting by an open window with a glass of wine and the incense is going and I'm pondering and pondering for my next poem to carry me away no we don't have to do that we can just sit down and have silly fun okay so I really hope that you do this because it really gives your brain permission to run wild even when you do sit down it's going to help it to have that, that free-roaming, free-fall that we want to have when we write so we can explore ideas and not have to constantly be pushing ourselves in search of the words we want, all right? So, uh, so using all your prompts, starting with the first one, start writing a story, go on down the line in order until you've worked all your prompts in there, all right? So that is your journal assignment, prompted storytelling free write for the week. Now, we're doing an Inkwell Workshop Poem Challenge. And this doesn't have anything to do with those prompts I just gave you. But this is your poem challenge for the week. I want you to write a poem in any style, choosing one of the five words I'm going to give you in a moment. You have to use it either as a concrete image, as a subject of your poem, or if not the subject, then it needs to be used as a major focus of the subject, like the instrument used to develop the message the poem is trying to convey. So when reading the poem, the only restriction to this is it must be vividly clear to the reader what you are talking, what the word is, okay, without ever actually using the word itself 
in the palm. So let's take a look at your first word, which is spoon. Okay. So using spoon, you would either have that as the subject of the palm or you would use it as a description, like maybe talking about cuddling with your lover. You like to spoon with them. But you have to talk about that and convey that where you people know you're talking about spooning with your lover without ever using the word spoon. Get it? Okay. So with that said, these are your five words. Get your paper ready. Here we go. One, spoon. Two, inkwell. Three, roadmap. Four, midnight. And five, brick wall. Spoon, inkwell, roadmap, midnight, and brick wall. Pick one of those five words and write a poem without using the word in the poem, but where it's absolutely evident that you are talking about a spoon or an inkwell or a roadmap, the hour of midnight, or a brick wall. And cool hint, after choosing your word, write it on the top of a page and then just start writing all the description, descriptive words you can think of. Write all, down all the other names you could give it. Write, a, write all the actions it could have. The, you know, what is it, if it had a smell or a sound, you know, what would it feel like if you touched it? Just write down anything you can think of with word association to that word, and it will really help with writing the poem. So again, choose any of the words as a subject or as a major player in the telling of your poem, and it makes it very clear to the reader what you're describing without ever using the word itself. So that is your workshop portion of the show tonight. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back to the archives and grab it from there. Remember, we need to have food for our creative souls. And to do that, we are concentrating on reading, reading, reading. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you're doing it backwards. I heard a really cool poem I'm going to be starting the show out with next week uh, by a poet. And I'm going to give you all that informa information when we share the track from them that we're going to play. But I, the track was shared with me, and I got a hold of a poet. It was an absolutely amazing poem. When I, when I heard it, I absolutely started crying because it was like somebody wrote a poem about me. I, I related to it that deeply, um, and so much so that I had to run right out and buy her book. So that's what I'm reading right now is the book from the poet that I'm going to be sharing with you next week. How's that for a cliffhanger? cliffhanger? <laughs> All right, remember, you are what you eat. That applies to your brain as well, so feed it well. As our writer's discipline, the thing we do to make sure that every single day we give our, our muse a nod, we dedicate a little bit of time to our creative selves when you consider how much time of your day you give to everybody else, you need to make sure you give something to you alone. Feed that inner you. And to do that, what I'm asking you to do is every day I want you to go out and write a haiku poem. So when you get up in the morning, start looking around and find those 17 syllables. A haiku poem, American haiku poem, three lines with a five, seven, five syllable count for each of the lines. So find your 17 syllables carry a paper pencil with you. You should always do that anyway. When you, when you stumble over it, trip over it, it makes you hiccup, whatever it is, write it down as soon as you think about it. Go back and fix it later. If it's, the syllable count isn't right, that doesn't matter. The, the point is, is to get it down when you think of it. If you do this one thing, do it for 30 days, and then I want someone to come back and tell me, you guys aren't going to do that. You never come. Somebody please prove me wrong. Somebody do this for 30 days and then come back and tell me how it's changed your writing. Okay? I guess that was really not fair for me to say that none of you will do that. But, because I actually, there is somebody I know that did it. 
oh, I feel like such a shit now. But anyway, nobody's come back and told me how it's changed their writing. And I really want things like that shared. I think it's important. It'll validate the time I spend at the beginning of the show doing this. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, your mini workshop. Remember, if you miss anything, come back and get it from the podcast. Now, I'm going to play an audio track, like I said a little bit ago. We always start and end every episode with a track from our poets. And this week, I am going to be playing Philip Kent Church, just because it's fall, and this poem makes me think about fall so much, and I love it, and we love Philip, and here's the poem. The Hollers of Home, an Appalachian poem written and narrated by Philip Kent Church. Growing up free back in the fields, country bred to life's simple thrills, drinking water from spring's fountains, running in creeks down the mountains. For a better life, there was no wishing, hiking, camping, hunting, and fishing. The peaks rolling shadows on a little town sweet twilight as the sun went down. Ghostly mist rising up from hollers on a rainy day, while the slopes turn blue to skies heavy and gray. At night the mountains towered, the storm lit up the sky. I remember the glowing outline on spines of ridges high. The many colored hues from the mountain storming Reflected by crystal dews with the dawn's warming. Now the days in the mountains have a certain fate. Dusk always comes early. Sunrise always comes late. In the springtime, we would plow the fields. and early summer, we'd plant for yields. Come early fall, we'd gather up the harvest when cannon and making apple butter are best. Now in late autumn, it's time to slaughter the meat, butchered, then hung in the smokehouse so neat. Then we'd make a little cider, maybe let it get old. All our work carried us through the winter so cold. During the colder months, attended a little mountain school, learned the three R's and the golden the boys might blush and the girls might squeal while playing Red Rover or dancing the Virginia Reel. There wasn't nothing quite better, wasn't nothing so cool as when your sweetheart let you walk them home from school. The smell of coal smoke rising from the chimney so high. If you lived somewhere else, you'd have to wonder why. They are the hollers of my home. I miss that man so much I cannot even tell you. Amazing piece by him. All right, guys. Remember, if you want to have your track played on the show, you can email those to me, messaging them to me on Messenger. We'll get them uploaded to the show's library, play them for you and the world, and it'll be awesome. And uh, I think I have three I still need to upload from ones you guys have sent in. Very excited about that. So, yeah, if you have something, send it to me. So, next. Do you guys know what comes next? Sure you do. It's time for you guys 
is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> this is what you can expect if you are on hold. First of all, let me give the number, before we get into that, let me give the number to call in if you would like to call in tonight. It is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in. Now, if you are on hold, we take callers in the order that you call in, so make sure you listen for your area code. When I bring you on, please, and this is very important, make sure that you introduce yourself we have 15 years' worth of shows on here. You can go back. What if you're playing a show and you hear a poem and you absolutely love it, but they didn't introduce themselves and you have no clue who they are and they're just lost to the wind. You don't want to be that person. When I bring you on, say, hi, this is me. And I'll say, hi, you, and we'll get all excited and giddy and you can read your poems. All right, make sure you introduce yourself. And that, and you never want to send your work out there without your name attached to it. Seriously, you guys, think about that. Right now, you can read two poems if the lines get too busy, and I need to change that. I will let you know if it happens on your turn. I am terribly sorry. Right now, you're good to go at two. When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. That is vitally important. Somebody's going to hear you tonight, and they're going to think, man, that guy's awesome. Man, she was amazing. I want to read more of their work. And if you don't give out your URL, then how are they going to find you, besides coming here and listening to you each week, of course? Remember that we have a mature rating, no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. I don't need a graphic body part roadmap to get the point. Leave it a little bit esoteric. There are some great mature ratings out there. And I think that um, I had someone contact me, and you guys kind of let me know if you think it's a good idea or not, um, that, that contacted me and was interested in once a year hosting an erotic speakeasy cafe night where you can come and read your naughty poems. But... If we do that, I'll let you know. I'm still I'm just contemplating that. I get embarrassed easy. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's like, ah, oh, okay, next. <laughs> I would need a co-host on with me that can, like, you know, do all the commenting because I'm just going to sit there going, oh, my God. All right, so anyway, mature rating, not adult. Don't push past that line. Don't get us in trouble with our rating. You're good to go with anything else. I want to announce the first three callers in the lineup so you kind of have an idea of where you are. We have 702 followed by 216 and then 860. I do want to let area code 731-815-714. I want to let you guys know that you are not in the lineup. If you guys would like to read on the air tonight, please press 1. All right, got you, got your mic, see you, and uh, you're right where you should have been when you called in. So so now we have, oh, got both of you, so 714. 714, if you would like to call, if you'd like to read tonight, just press 1. If you're here just hanging out and uh, having fun listening to the show, thank you for being here, appreciate you. And if you change your mind at any time, you're welcome to press 1. And we will bring you on. All right. So let's go ahead and grab our first caller. Mr. 702, the word machinist, Jimmy Ray Davis. <sighs> How is that for Nyla, Nyla, Nyla. <laughs> My little butternut nut squash. It's so awesome to be oh here. Oh, my and, God. Uh, on, uh, on, uh, the, uh, at the Butternut Squash Cafe. Uh, I gotta say real quick though that I'm I'm, I'm 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 I might not be this might not be popular especially with Robbie baby, 
But um, I'm not really a fan of the idea of doing the adult uh, uh, home show. Um, I, if you do it, you know, I'm, I'll support you. But um, I think it's completely outside of, of what we've done here for 16 years. And maybe as a one-off, I guess it would be cool. But, yeah, not uh, you won't be getting any word machinist contributions on that one. <laughs> and I can write that I'm, way. I'm, I, I can write that way. Don't get me wrong, but. Now I'm scared. <laughs> oh, I, I'm supposed to say Jimmy Ray Davis word machinist, but you said it twice already, so we got the introduction in. Uh, now, how have you been? You been doing all right? I've been doing really soup? good. Good. No, I made Excellent. split pea soup though this week. Oh well, split pea is good. It's not quite doesn't quite have the tang of of another favorite soup that we like, but it's um, definitely good. Okay. I, uh, so. I posted I posted a picture by the way online, and I think I tagged you in it. Um, I just now uploaded a little bit ago of the because you guys know that while I'm on the line with you guys, sometimes I doodle because it helps keep my brain focused on one thing. It's like listening to music in the background. It just it helps me focus. I'm, yeah, I'm a doodler. So I just I posted a picture of what I would, did. I was uh, doodling last week while on the show. So I I thought you'd appreciate seeing that. So I just want to let you know. I definitely would. I definitely would. Uh, now I had a real quick prep. Well, I've been going through. So you know we've been doing the TikTok stuff and the videos. And it's great, but um, it's really funny because you know. Me and I, we've known each other for a long time, and I don't, when it comes to my work, um, I don't make, I, I'm not a compromiser, you know. I write what I write, no apologies, and um, but we can discuss, you know, we can discuss it for sure. And uh, it was funny because when I first was, you know, going forward with that idea to do that, I heard all these things of what to do and what not to do on TikTok, you know, you know, it's, it's TikTok, it's, it's flipping through real quick, you got to do, you know, 10, 15 second videos, I do two to five minute videos 10 to 15 seconds doesn't fit what I do I'm not going to tailor that down so so we, we already broke that that stipulate or so-called stipulation the other thing was you know you got to be the same you got the same presentation same look same things and I don't write the same my poems are not the same I don't write one genre it's not the same so why would I present them the same um, and so far, I mean, it's going okay. It's going to be a long road, but um, I'd rather have quality over quantity anyway when it comes to, you know, followers, people that are interested. So that's where we stand there. Not that you asked, but, hey, you know, I figured in lieu of your uh, – I, 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 I was following you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so tonight um, I did – I brought a couple of poems that I wrote recently. Uh, my writing has gone, production has gone down because of all the video production. So for a while there, I was doing one or two a day for a good three months straight. Got a big body of work built up in the last few months. Uh, now it's maybe one or two a week um, when I can squeeze it in, but that's okay. That's like you said, we're not, we're not rushing this. We're not pushing it. It comes when it comes. So these two poems were written recently. I have not read either. On the air, I have not presented them on any social media outlet uh, in any way. So this would be both the speakeasy exclusives. And uh, we will start off with, I laughed so hard, I cried. 
I laughed so hard I cried. Seriously. Half of me inside felt like I died. Ah, but the other half had never felt more alive. I wanted to kill off the bad side, but I didn't want to risk the good inside, so I waited before I had time to bide. I laughed so hard I cried. Seriously. I spewed out my insides, all the colors I'd ever seen, blues and reds, yellows and greens. I even recognized my spleen. Oh, what a joy, all I spied. Time to cram it back inside. I laughed so hard I cried. Seriously. Tears of joy and endless tide. I knew that soon I must decide. Write this down or let it slide. Such a wonderful and crazy ride. Seriously, I laughed so hard. I cried. And Paul. Laughed so hard I cried. That was incredible. It's a little different, you know. And that's where I'm at right now. Um, I figure I've probably topic-wise I've been all over the place so now doing things kind of formatting a little bit differently um, setting things up um, the so labeled dark poet here the machinist uh, uh, so I'm been trying to work in some more whimsical uh, lighthearted stuff you know so you can kind of catch you know like that particular poem you can catch there, there's an edge there but it's deep and then but more of it is mm-hmm. kind of just having fun. Uh, next up, we have Shelbimi. Now, Nyla, do you know what Shelbimi means? No. It means do redemption. I? It means redemption. Okay. And uh, so this is a poem about redemption. Some of this is, um, some of it, not all, but some of it is, autobiographical, which is sometimes fun to work in there. Sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's not so fun, but we do it. This is called Shelbini. Zimra im mi te meta nuk du te laconde gure. I'm vocal. My voice is rough. Not that big, but I'm tough enough. My pen will take me across this land to shake a million different kinds of hands. I was a boy once, shy and alone, red hair, freckles, and a trailer home. All I wanted was to give and to love, but sometimes push can be a violent shove. All my life I could not be saved from the righteous path I wandered away. Don't even think you can understand the tortured soul that resides in this man. Somewhere mired back in the past, that freckled kid goes down a different path. He finds the happiness I could not be. He looks the same, but he is not me. To absolve my sins, my travesties, I'll put my heart into my poetry. Maybe redemption not too late. I'll meet you out past that rustic gate. All my time, I cannot get back. A broken quill, a bottle of Jack. And don't even think you can understand the tortured soul that resides in this man. 
No rest for the wicked, they say. If that's true, I've never slept a day. I met love once, and she was kind. My broken soul left it all behind. My muse has called me from my trance. She has joined me in a slow ink dance to slay the demons, cut ties that bind, revealing to me what I alone couldn't find. All these words spill from my soul. My machine has lost all control. Don't ever think you'll understand. This tortured soul has finally become a man. And Paul. Wow. I love that. Well, you know, and I like to keep you on your toes. Never know what you're going to get. You know, like the part, especially talking about, you know, know, don't think you understand. You know, people people look at you and they judge you and they think they know your demons, but they never know your demons. They don't know what your baggage is. They don't know what you're carrying with you. Yeah, I had actually trimmed that down. I had written this with uh, that to be the end of a of a um, refrain that was going to repeat, and I cut that to basically just those two lines and only a few times because it it just fit right. And that's how we do it. You know, we write, we look at it, you know, we try different things, and it's the fun of it. And that's what makes writing fun. You know, um, you always say, uh, you know, that you need you know, input for output and, and the experiences and all that is true. And I think the other thing we also need to look at is we need to, are we having fun doing this? If it's this arduous, just, you know, painstaking task every time, that's not what it's supposed to be. You know, you can write about things that are painful. You can write about things that are not painful, that are, that are you know, that are very, very jovial that you've experienced or, or just, or thoughts that you're thinking. But the process itself um, I think more than ever now, I'm I'm having more fun with my writing than ever before. You know, just different avenues, different alleyways. Um, having fun with the words, you know, twisting them around. Uh, I actually, I was, uh, I was when I I did my video for Skinner um, on TikTok, and I realized. Um, that I had a word in there that is not a word, and I don't know if I knew it wasn't at the time. I've made up, you know, we take poetic license every now and then, but, uh, and I thought about changing it. Of course, the recording's already done, so I'd have to re-record it. And I thought, no, no, we're going to leave it, because we're having fun. Well, you know, sometimes things just need to stand as they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you going to do next, my dear? Well, um, Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist, uh, Facebook.com slash Jimmy Ray Davis, ReverbNation.com slash Word Machinist. All my recordings are there. TikTok, come check it out. I got some really cool, fun videos. I know you've seen some of them, Nyla. You guys, I've said it before, and I'm going to keep preaching it. There's a great I've already met several uh, poets and writers in there. Uh, there's a good supportive community within. Um, you just have to find that niche and get into it. Um, Instagram, um, there's still some other uh, avenues to explore. I'm starting to upload more videos to uh, YouTube. And then um, 
also, this I want to say this as well, it's not really quite fleshed out there yet. You can check it out, but it's not. We're going to get it set up better. Uh, but JimmyRayDavis.com will be coming, and there's that will have all links to all the places I'm at in one spot, but it will also have uh, videos. When I get deleted and I get censored and TikTok and Facebook want to push me around and say that I violated a community standard, I don't have <laughs> this doesn't sound very good, but I don't have any community standards on my own website, so I'll be able to post uncut <laughs> uh, videos that uh, uncut videos that can't be posted elsewhere on that website as well, and I'll let you know more about that as we get it going. So um, that's yeah, that'd it, be a great know. name uh, for a book. No community standards. Yep. Or butternut squash and other poetic travesties. Oh my God! I am so going to hurt you. You know, I'm working on a very, very special poem for the uh, anniversary show. Just so you know, that's the only hint I'm giving you. I think oh you might God. be able to figure out part of it, but uh... I might be sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You won't. No, uh, you're gonna make it. You'll be there. <laughs> All right, Nyla. Uh... <laughs> The show must go on. Thank you so much. Always love being here with you and sharing with all the great, wonderful poets. Um, and I will see you next week. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate, appreciate you so much. Thank you for starting out the show so amazingly. Absolutely. Thank you. And you have a good night. <laughs> you too, hon. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, our next Bye. caller, area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Mama. Nyla. Hey, Mama. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, that was another voice that said, Nyla. This is myself Nyla. and Meg. Meg, that's Nyla. Nyla, that's finally you get to meet Meg, and Meg, you finally get to meet Nyla. They know Hi, Nyla. <laughs> Hi, Meg. How are you, sweetheart? I'm glad you're here with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, we both have two poems. So I'm going to go first. Okay. Well, why don't I, why don't I let you read yours first, Mama, and then you can introduce and bring on and comment as well, if you would like. Okay. You can you can host you can host her through it, and I'll be your backup. Okay. Well, okay. I just want to let you know she's she's my new daughter, so she's now your sister. So I just I, I just want you to know. She's on Clubhouse and she's Mom, also... she's touching me. Get on your own side of the car. Mom Okay, I'm done. <laughs> she's not touching you. I'm the, I'm the youngest in my real family, so I actually I was always in the middle seat, but okay. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, I knew, I knew. I could tell that about you. <laughs> you, only, <clears throat> you only have one. So, Mama, you, you, you have to hold on. You have to hold on a second. Yeah, that's your writing prompt. You have. I want you to write a poem about being the middle kid, sitting in the middle. Who? Oh, you're youngest. not. Are you? The, you're the youngest. I'm, the youngest kid sitting in the middle, yeah. stuck in the middle, or sitting in the middle seat. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead, Mama. 
No, I said, anyway, you only had one time to make a first impression. So um, you just blew it. No pressure. All right. Great. Nyla, I want to let you know, I love you so much. You've made me famous all over the world. Every time somebody goes to pull up um, Speakeasy Cafe, all they see is Mama Ola Deji uh, special uh, Mother's Day show. And I'm saying, like, wow, everybody knows who Mama Ola Deji is because of you. And, um, As well, they should. And they knew who you were before, way before <laughs> me, but they should know who you are. Okay. So what I'm going to read is a poem from an anthology that I wrote that's in the World Poetry Open Mic 2017 anthology. And it's called Perhaps by Vicki Aqua. And I am Vicki Aqua, a.k.a. Mama Oladeji. And the poem goes like this. Perhaps at the day's complete, this date with death shall not prove to be deadbeat. The outcome has proven quite concrete. Tragedies that shave itself behind death's eyes, piercing to contaminate like some blast of might. Ready to enter my blood to do some harm. Like some invading fungi who does not laugh at the joke, but at the joker's lack of antidotal charm. As death is now my escort, invasions need no persuasion. I've awakened myself to realize such a thought, finding my words nesting in some confession's plot. That is why I never sympathize with evil. Abetted by the fluid allure of death, follows me like fresh fish with a trail of flies. In poetic terms, it's easy to describe the evil that is flowing like sewage in a flood. Around every corner I have found the hatred from which I strive to hide led me to find a peaceful place near trees where peacefully I now reside. Sitting alone with one trusted friend as we admire the color of the trees in the quiet, we meditate and sit in amber silence without anticipation or judgment of each other. And that's perhaps by the Giacomo. Your turn, Meg. Beautiful. I haven't heard that one before. I know it's in the anthology, so I don't read it. They have to buy the book. I told Mama earlier, <laughs> I said, um, I referred to a poem of hers that was my favorite one, and she said, well, you haven't heard my thousands of other ones. I said, okay, touche. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then in that case, you got a lot of treats in store for you. <laughs> I do. So I'm excited to hear something you've written. Yes, yeah, so this is Meg from Clubhouse, and she is uh, Nyla's sister and my daughter, and she's Meg from Clubhouse. So if anybody wants to hear anything more from Meg, they have to come over here on Thursday or go to Clubhouse. So there we have it. 
The mic is yours, my darling. Okay. Um, this is one I wrote in the past couple of days. Um, let me find it. I keep editing it, so I have not read this version, so hope it goes well. I never knew what hit me. It snuck on me. It snuck. Okay, I got to start over. Hold on. Mama got me all nervous with the first impression thing. All right, ready? (laughs) I never knew what hit me. It snuck up on me like a forgotten, long-lost ghost shadow. My brain shook and my body startled, but... As soon as it happened, my heart woke up, ventured out, and crashed. My little heart, so soft and weary, felt the full force of the collision. My little heart shot through the windshield on impact, and I didn't know how to survive it, but in the twisted metal and wild flames my heart welded with his those airbags went off and lit the insides of me wide open I was suddenly winded the full force of him knocked me down on my knees and floated me away he was so raw strong loving and when he found me everything was broken and that's the poem thank you I loved that go ahead mama sorry no I just said wow that was a a metaphor out of this world Um, Nyla you know I'm not good so you just got to go ahead Go ahead. Do your do your job. I, just, I love the part where you said, you know, when you found me, everything was broken. I mean, we have all been in that place in our lives where, you know, we we just we feel that, you know, and and we feel, you know, we're broken, and the world is just walking all over us, and we feel like that paper cup that's floating down the 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 you know stream of water on the street heading towards the drainage you know just nobody even notices us and then we look up and we see that someone has and and you know just that feeling of you know I'm broken but knowing that someone sees you mm-hmm. well what I got out of it was basically the love that she had for someone was in a was in a crash and everything exploded the seat belts um didn't work she went through the windshield all the explosions of the air bags and it was just like the love just was like explosive and painful and it was a wreck yeah exactly exactly yeah wow what a metaphor Okay, uh, Meg, um, get your second one ready, and I'll get my se- I'm going to do my second one now. And here we go. This one's called Better Together. I'm kind of lightening it up a little bit here. It's called Better Together. 
No blind eyes, I spy something intolerable, making us numb to wars and killing of our children. Look problems in the eye. Stop calling groups names that bring shame. They said they don't want that label. Call the Native Americans Native Americans. They are not they are not of the people they are not the people of India, as Chris's navigation was off. He was lost. I believe by now you should know that. The truth may baffle the fool. The bigot only pretends to be baffled. You have stolen away peoples and their land. Nigeria and Niger are not Nagars. They are Africans. Gambia and Ugandians are Africans. The whole continent was called by different names, by different nations. They want to be better than. They need something to compare themselves to. The only comparison needed is higher self to lower self. Find the higher you. We all have a right to exist. If not, we would not. You should be ashamed. In the eyes of our maker, we are all the same. We are better together. We're better together. I think that that was phenomenal. I love, I love the fact that. I I think that the reason that kind of hit with me really hard is because there's so many things you can't say anymore. You know, and everybody is so worried about you can't say this anymore, and that's not cool to say anymore. You can't say that anymore because it hurts people's feelings. But they're the same people who walk around, and don't. practice what they preach I guess you know it's just something that I've seen that's that's just has seemed very ironic to me you know that the people that are and and, and it's something that I'm caught up in the middle of right now I guess maybe I'm a little tainted on that but you know I just see people so self-absorbed in their own quest for identity but they don't afford that luxury to the rest of the world as well in their behaviors. And I think that it's really important that we do that, that we treat the world the way we are asking to be treated. You know? Right. Like even our baseball team here, they didn't even want to change their name. You know, they were called the Cleveland Indians, and nobody wanted that name anymore, so they changed it to the tribe. But, I mean, really, you know... These are First Nation people. These are Native Americans. We are Africans. We are African Americans. Everybody has a title except, you know, they want to give everybody that's um, different, they want to give them nicknames, and the nicknames are not good. We don't want them. We don't like them. So we don't want, we don't answer to them. Anyway, that's my piece. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Poetry Soup. You can find me on Clubhouse. You can find me on Google. If you Google me, you'll go right back to Poetry Soup and you'll go right to um, um, uh, Internet um, right here at the um, Speakeasy Cafe. So, Vicky Aqua, all over the place. And now we have Meg from Clubhouse again. Nyla, do you mind if I shift the mood with something different? Hey, you can do whatever you want. 
All right. This is um, this is kind of a scary poem I wrote, um, and I have not read it in honor of Halloween yet, so I know it's a little late, but not too graphic. Um, that's okay. <laughs> Please. Okay. It's called Blink. Gone home and mommy's voice is blurred and jumbled with the adult over by the door. She's sleepy and bored, scraping a stick through the grass when she sees the little light blink. Wait, where? Did she see it? She's sure she did. There. Yes, again, a little further now. A firefly? A fairy? She pushes herself up off the lawn, a little unsteady, dolly in tow. Blink. Blink. Where is it going? She steps towards it, hesitantly at first, and faster. It glows off and on, heading towards the forest line. Blink. Blink. So curious now, she teeters behind it. She doesn't notice the laughter and deck lights growing distant. A little light blink, blinks near a big tree and then gone. She squints into the dark, but where'd it go? She waits, holding her breath. Nothing. Slowly, icily, a tiny chill runs up her legs and into her arms. She stops walking and notices the odd quiet. Looking up, can barely see stars through the heavy trees. Her tummy starts to hurt, and she turns to look behind her. She can't see Mommy. Can't even see the house. Only trees, darkness, and it's so quiet and getting colder. She steps forward and turns again. Tears well and sting her eyes now. Where is Dolly? She must have dropped her on the way. She doesn't feel good, and all she can hear is her sniffles and creepy night noises. Where is the little light? Please take me back home, fairy. She begins to shiver, holding her arms around herself, and then her breath stops. Her blood runs cold and six tingles zip up her neck. She hears something. Tiny cracking twigs and breathing. Putrid, thirsty breath. Almost silent but fast and excited. Something tugs against her dress and she screams tears not and pure petrified hot terror but it's too late mommy can't hear her oh. 
Is that in poem? Yes. Wow. That was terrifying. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was really, it was really, really good. It was terrifying. It's like, oh no, oh no, what's going to happen? I'm glad you didn't tell me what happened because I, I probably would have nightmares. <laughs> she loves Halloween poems. Don't let her fool you. She, she, she loves. Oh, Nyla, loves Nyla loves Halloween. Perfect. All right. Perfect. No, if I say I that have was... nightmares, that means it was vivid and good. Oh, great! Amazing. Man. <laughs> That's a, that's the first time I heard the depth of your writing like that, uh, Meg. That was really, really uh, phenomenal. Um, the storytelling, the change of the voices, and the, um, that little blinking. The emotion. Light, uh, light, yeah, the lightning bug that was like the center of the whole thing. It was like I was following him up into that tree when he disappeared. That was excellent. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, baby. Sorry, I want to know what the blinking light was, but you never tell us, do you? Was it a lightning bug? No, it's a mystery. I remember, um, oh. Yeah, I remember her yeah, asking, was it a lightning bug or a fairy? or? But you never do say well, what it is, it do a, you? Well, it's I thought lure. it was a lightning bug that the child might have thought was a fairy. but It's, it's a lure, uh, Mama. Okay, it was a lure. Oh. Incredible right, sweetheart. I am so glad Mama brought you. Now I have a new sister. I'm so excited. And she has the number. She knows how to reach reach you when I'm not even around, so she's going to be calling in. Yes, now that you've read on the show, your family... So I really hope that you call in and share more with us because that was phenomenal tonight and really, really would like to hear more from you. And the playback, the, the playback is really great because you can hear you hear yourself how you, you know, how you did and everything. And the playback never goes away. So you can share it with your grandchildren. Nyla, thank you for being the hostess with the mostest as always. And uh, Mama, I don't know. Mm-hmm. My grandchildren would be would be the appropriate audience for that poem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think I think I think that could make you know if you reworked it just a little bit, so it was more adapted to that flavor. That would make a pretty awesome uh, campfire spooky story. good idea yeah. thank you thank you so much for having me <laughs> as well and it's nice to meet my new sister Even i know i'm so excited can i borrow seat? your purple shirt no <laughs> mom <laughs> well she, she, she has to warm up to you before she starts leaning on her shirt she has a poem about a shirt that she'll probably do next time <laughs> oh that would be awesome <laughs> Meg, thank you so much for being here tonight. Appreciate you. Appreciate you sharing with us. Uh, do, you, do you have a, a, your Facebook page again? You want to share? Um, I would. Sh- I'll share my Instagram. I don't have my poetry on any platforms other than that. Um, but okay. I'm an artist as well, so 
My Instagram is at Megalit Zero, which is M E G L E T T E Zero. Um, and that's open, and that's where I like to connect with people. So if you want to get in touch, definitely um, find me there. And All thank right. you. Thank All you. Right. Thank you, ladies, so much. Mama, thank you. And uh, I love you. Welcome. Dearly. Okay. You already know. I do. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Okay. Good night, ladies. Good night. Good night. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 860. Hello, Nyla. Yes. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? (laughs) Good. Um, Yeah, I I haven't written in a while. I'm going to actually use your prompts this week to get some inspiration and probably share them next week. But I meant to be here next well, this past week, but I had a friend visiting from Texas, a Facebook friend. So, yeah, quite a. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So these two. It's, it's are okay to older. have life outside of the show as long as you always come back. Really? Oh, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't do a roll call at the beginning of each show. I promise you guys. Okay, I am. I go by Jessica Brooke as my pen name, so we'll start that. This one, my first one is called Sheer Will. Discarded dreams, I fell. The abyss, a welcome place, with ashes falling down my face, replacing tears. Wishes mixing with the flames of the fire set because of my despair. A wasted existence, no point in living. How did I get through? How did I crawl out? Sheer will and determination, again and again. I fell and landed roughly, bruised and torn skin, yet pain was my last thought, determined to keep going, no matter what the cost. I just rose to my feet, no longer falling. The light is near, the sky became clear. My reason to exist in this world is altogether a vision. To see a sun again was my wish, now to fruition. Also was a smile. Upon this face so used to frowning, these tears have solidified. I am set free. I just need to fly. End poem. That was incredible. Thank you. Just the the intensity of that that struggle. You know, we've we've all been in that quicksand. You know, and know yeah, that I that fight. I used to at least, not anymore. <laughs> As much. I absolutely loved it. What else do you share, honey? Okay, it's called The Ache Inside. Shades of disaster lie upon silken lips. Lips that remember, never forget the taste of tears. Tears that dried upon them has opened up the scream, yet only silence escaped the echo of a mouth that breathed deep, aching upon the tears wiped upon her sleeve, only fallen unseen. Yet the ache remains. Through many years of faking a smile, it was I was hold on. And years of living a nightmare, dreaming in deep vivid color awake. Her only reprieve are the silent times, meant to reflect, yet still never gifted with the kindness, love or understanding. In such a way there in such a way then she retreated into the recesses of mind, made blind. Blind and numb to trauma that still breathed. Breathes upon her silken lips that purse to silence the reality, the truth that lies beneath broken breathing. 
and poems. Wow. Some dark places those are written from, my dear. Yeah. Um, this, these, I think those are from a couple of years ago. I have a book. I don't think those are in my book, but those are. I have like most of the poems in the journal I'm reading from tonight um, are from the new book, but I don't think those are in it. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> I lose track. But, yeah, so... Um, where to find me? Facebook, Jessica Brooke Miller. Um, I have two under that name. One is one that I don't go on anymore, and it's a picture of me with my dog. Just disregard that one. Um, Jessica Brooke, Jessica Brooks Poetry on YouTube. Um, yeah, and Jessica Brooke, Jessica Brooke Poetry is my um, author page on or fan page, whatever. I don't know. On Facebook. But yeah, dark poems. Maybe someone will read something happier after me. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with the dark poems. <laughs> it was beautiful, honey. I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on and sharing. Thank you very much. I'll hopefully see you next week. I would love Thank that. You. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye, Nyla. Bye, honey. Jessica Brooks. Okay, our next caller comes from, I'm going to go ahead and give the next three. We have 832, 815, and 731. All right, so 832, you are on the air. Hello, Mr. Blue-Boo. My Boo-Boo, how are you, you? Yeah, yeah. I had to put some stuff together. Knowing that uh, this was one of those times, well, or should I say, one of those years when they decided to have a Native Heritage Month. Because I don't know if you've ever noticed, but they don't actually do that on, a, on, a, on an annual basis. Not on a regular basis, That's, no. No. Uh-huh. It just, okay, let's give it to them. You know. <laughs> You bunch of bastards. <laughs> it's like, like we need you to do something like that for us. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, m- moving on. <laughs> like we need, we need, we need to sell. You know, I think that it's really hard for because nobody ever wants to be seen as a bad guy, and I think our country is, you know. It's very hard for, I think, us as a country to take ownership of our bullshit. You know, we, we never oh, teach our own is. history in schools. Nope. You know, except for the the one part of the history that glorifies us. You know, the great white conquerors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I mean, there's there's. You no, know, I was even thinking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you the reason why. I mean, maybe this can be a prompt for you. But I I went to a Halloween party, and I was going to do one thing, but then Christopher went with me, so I had to do another. And so mm-hmm. I dressed up, and I needed a – I couldn't carry my handgun with me, of course. You, you don't want to walk around with your handgun on Halloween and get in trouble. So I was trying <laughs> to find a, ca- a cap gun, right? Uh, you know, I was running around the stores trying to find a toy cap gun, and it was really hard for right. me to find one. I ended up having to go with a squirt gun. 
and I thought about mm. how, you know, I was just, I was pissed off because I couldn't find one. And then I thought, you know, I really don't want to, I'm really, it was kind of glad that I couldn't find one. And I was thinking back when I was a kid, how you could go into the store and buy this little gun for, you know, your little cap gun. It looked just like a real gun. And then I remembered the right. little, you know, bows and arrows. And, you know, that was one of the things we did when we were kids. We played cowboys and Indians, and you around and shot each other. You yeah. know, and this is stuff that was sold to children as toys. Sure. Play cowboys and Indians. All right, someone be the cowboy, somebody be the Indian, and let's go out and shoot each other. And, you know, how how is that how is it okay for that to be a thing? So my prompt yeah. for you is to write a story about a society that lets their children play cowboy and Indian. Hmm. I'll 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 see what I can do with that. Let it, let it simmer for a while. See if it grows into anything. Yeah. Sure. So, I just know, but uh, um, I mean, as far as like, like you know, even taking, uh, I mean, even just acknowledging anything. I mean, the U.S. and uh, Great Britain were the co-authors of the Genocidal Accords in 1948. And as far as I know, U.S. has still not signed off on that, even though they were a co-author. So what does that say? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this this piece here is, uh, and this is Soldier Blue, by the way. Uh, this piece here is called Nonfiction. Bones held in storage, schools, and medical institutions. This is nonfiction. Native people held in political prisons dubbed mental health facilities. This is nonfiction. The attendants at such a place marveled at the epileptic native blood girl who managed not to burn herself on the bare metal hot water pipe she was shackled to during her fits. This is nonfiction. Hidden stacks of starvation, archival evidence of begging letters, letters of those who died, Blackfoot, Northern Cheyenne, we all shared this legacy of misery. Red Earth, all-inclusive, this is nonfiction. From Columbus to the end of the 19th century, 2.5 went to 5 million native slaves. At least 80% women and children, more than not the men, killed outright. Go ask the people of the Bahaman Islands. Oh, I forgot. They're dead. This is nonfiction. Rains fall, winds howl and cry, sobbing, sowing through the treetops, the seven houses of the Whippoorwill, the long house of ancient old, pieces of story, King strips of skin, scars, blind stares, blank maps, locks of hair, the indecision of death and betrayal. This is nonfiction. The fires are hot and time is a movie. Turpentine has its own smell. Bombeji. And 
pagan offenders of the true faith must burn. A priest catches a Pueblo man with a Katsina doll and rides him down upon a cobbled street horse trampled human flesh. Red earth, even as his family burned in their house. Oh, yeah. Turpentine has its own smell, and this is nonfiction. Hung, drawn, and quartered the trees, the good pilgrims used to nail the four distinct pieces of King Philip's body, also known as Metacomet of the Wampanoag people, can yet be seen among the preserved forest lands of New England. This is nonfiction. Little Crow, the reluctant leader of the Great Sioux Uprising, his head nailed to a post on public display, winter of 1863 until 1971, St. Paul, Minnesota. This is nonfiction. Halfway between the liquor of hatred and a hanging stand those who saved us all. Red earth of days and centuries long uncounted by non-native standards. A dangerous quote. You won't let me be who I am. I won't be who you tell me to be. I will stand behind this liquid mask and be nothing. And this is nonfiction. 1890 to 1978, Red Earth and Reservations. There is a significance to this time frame. Do you know it? Anyone? Anyone at all? By 1890, all forms of our prayer and ceremony have been outlawed by federal laws, and if caught in performance of, the possible penalty was federal prison time in 1978, because of the Second Battle of Wounded Knee in 1973, do you remember those 71 days? In 1978, we received a Freedom of Religion Act, which they have been trying to revoke ever since. And this is nonfiction. Indian towns, they killed us praying, converted prayers of religious import, breaking out for the purpose of escape to once again be the freed dream. They killed us. Feather ceremony by the river, dragging a holy man who wouldn't cease and desist to his death. They killed us. Afraid of our dancing for the ghost of our peoples, they killed us. Massacres of indecency because we were in the way of progress. They killed us. They decided they had fed us long enough. So they allowed us to starve. Death and disease. Ghost Road, Ghost Ridge. And this is nonfiction. 
They allowed us to think, led us to believe they could be trusted even after treaty promises lay broken upon us over 300 times. By means of guns and quick assassinations, they removed us. Remember Alcatraz Island, 1969? By use of the 60s scoop, they removed Native children from their families in family courts. Oh, cultural genocide. And this is nonfiction. They tried to kill us from the inside. This is a register of nonfiction. 2016, the birth and death of people in dreams. Hashtag no dapple. They attacked us with battle dogs and mercenaries protecting their pipeline. Sprayed red earthen camps with prairie dog poisons. Made percussion grenades into fragment grenades. Blamed the injured for their injuries. Backwater Bridge, 2016, November 20th. Uh, what, 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 what holiday was that? Yeah. The Indian Wars are over. You lie! And this is nonfiction. This is but a painting. This is just a sketch of bone blood of red earth. This is all nonfiction. We are the ghost road born and we are part of it. This is our journey and death cannot stop us. In peace. It's a lie. Like the devil trying to tell you he doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. That was incredible, Soldier Blue. Thank you. Those you are, are uh, so welcome. Those are all, like I say, those are all truths. I mean, I, you know, anybody really feels like they need to, you know, hey, you know, I can show you where I find it at. You know, you know it's not hard to find. Are you going to read two tonight, honey? Uh, I really hadn't, um... And I mean, I, I, to be honest, I was like furiously transcribing that into a print print reading form, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that I could read it without read it without flubbing half of the half of the words and stuff. I mean, I've got some more, obviously, but I just said it's not. Uh, it's all like cursive writing, so I mean, I can you know, I mean. It's, I'll leave it up to you. I mean, I can read something or just leave it where it's at. Because like I say, I mean, it's not, uh, that's the only one I really had ready. Well, if you want to, because you hang out and listen for all, if you want to just press one to get out of the lineup and then press one again to get back in if you find something else you want to share. Okay. 
You want to do that? Yeah, I can. I, I can do that. I can do that. Okay. Yeah. But so in the just, meantime, uh, you can find me Rape Wild uh, at Facebook.com, and underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue, and you can also find me on my podcast, which is called Red Earth One. If you separate those three words, it'll get you there a little quicker. And then also on uh, Reverb Nation, which goes under Soldier Blue Blue. And uh, uh, I'm still trying to figure out that technology out over there. I can't. I'm, I'm still kind of like getting hung up a little bit as far as like how to how to basically squeeze the tracks that I have in there. I'm not sure exactly yet how to do that, but I'm working on it. But I got some. I got some tracks over there already. Uh, we're at uh, Re- uh, Reverb Nation, so uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see some over there. But those three oh. places are basically what I'm working with at the moment, and trying to uh, basically get some establishment going. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, appreciate you so much, and we will talk you, to you Sarah. next week. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Nyla. So yeah, press one to go out of the lineup. As soon as I mute you, press one to go out of the lineup and press one again. You know what? You know. You know the drill. Gotcha, baby. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Our next caller comes from area code eight one five eight one five. You are on the air. Happy Thursday, Nihilist Jim Storm. <laughs> How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm good, sis. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from you. I, I'm glad to be here. Uh, been real hectic. A lot of family stuff going on, but, you know, poetry must continue. <laughs> yes, I do know. It, it absolutely must. It's, it's, it's how we keep ourselves sane, right? Absolutely. So, what do you have for us tonight, love? Um, let's see, let's see. I got a piece that I wrote, and I like it a lot. And I think I've only read it twice in life. So, I'm going to read this one first, and it's titled, Little Boy Blues. <clears throat> I watch him as he sits with his head hanging low. No smile touching mouth or eyes to show. Light dimmed, suppressed glow. Teddy bear, his singular friend, chronologically, adulthood has kicked in. Their clothes, feet, wrinkles, and gray hair, they're all there. The little boy blues, however, have been with him all his life, picked up and carried here and always near. Right now he's feeling stuck and thinking, what the fuck? Guitar, piano, throaty singing, aid, the little boy's blues as he sips bourbon from a glass with no ice cubes. Long side. Y'all know why. See, his head is heavy, and I'm venting due to exposure because I shared this so I could give him closure. Thank you. Gina. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who was feeling depressed and having a drink, and he called me, and I cheered him up. I told him that I would write something for him, and that's what came of it. 
Oh, you know, I honestly, if I was depressed or upset, I don't think I could think of anybody that I could call or voice I could hear that would make me grin as fast as yours. Oh. You you are just amazing. It was an incredible poem. I'm glad that you that you were there for him. This one is kind of an answer to Meg's piece that was creepy about Halloween because I'm a scary cat <laughs> and I titled it "Where, where the Wind Blows." <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a true story. Where the wind blows. I opened the front door. Rain fragrancing the wind. It gave me the courage to flow. My nightmares have eyes in the insidious way that allows my physical being to float outside and above me. No fear now. I'm anchored and tethered here. Oh, my dear. This breathe is everything. Trick or treat is darkened outdoor this evening. The moms left a contribution of candy for me to pass out. So I allowed it to be. Praying that no little person dressed for the occasion frightened me. Even minimally. Oh, God, I gotta say, fuck you, Halloween. I'm scary. The level of violence can vary. See, I will fight a kid and punch an old lady. And there was even this one who looked like a baby demon. I guess it was a baby. Scared ain't a good look for me. See, that candy was not purchased by me. It was passed out by huge handfuls to every princess, fairy, and school. I'm so glad that it's November now. Most of the decorations have been taken down. Some of them blew away in a windstorm, and I'm glad to see that they're no longer there because I'm violent all the time, and I don't want to be the next person that's on the headlines. In peace. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I didn't really beat up a kid or punch an old lady. I just... <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to picture it, you know? Hmm. I needed them to go away like immediately. I'm like, nobody ever come <laughs> to the trick or treat. Seven years, seven years, my mom's have shared this condo. My my aunt lived there for three years without my mom. They've lived there together for four. No trick or treaters ever came. This year, every goblin and ghoul and scary thing that goes bump in the night came to the door. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm all traumatized. But no one was in during this, you know, in the making of this poem. <laughs> Who's here? Who's at my door? Who's at my door? I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm glad that I made it in. I've been listening to the show since the beginning. Um, I, I think I just missed the prompt, and that's it. But I know that the archives will give them to me. Hopefully I can write something to a prompt next week and be here as well. As always, has been wonderful. I'm Gina with the knees, storm like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day, and you can find me anywhere to poetry. Absolutely awesome. You guys go check her out. Give her all the loves in the world. And sweetheart, I'm really glad you were Thank able you to make it over here. I always worry, worry about you when you're not around, so, you know. Absolutely. I was like, I cannot be MIA. I cannot be MIA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and then you remind us. Whose hand's not raised? I have to raise my hand. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to. Yeah, I have to do that. I get in trouble when I don't. It's like I sat there for yeah. seven hours and you didn't take my call, Nyla. It's like um uh uh. <laughs> raise you your damn hand. hand. <laughs> oh yeah, that part. Oh, it could all be so simple, but we'd rather make it hard. That's all right though. 
see you next Thursday. This has been amazing. I'm looking forward to the anniversary like everyone else. I am so excited about that. I can't even tell you. Yeah, it's going to be epic. All right. Love you. See you soon. Love you too, sweetheart. Thank you. We'll talk You're to you next back. week. Bye. All righty. Our next caller, dun, 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 uh-oh, comes from, oh, come on, come on. Got to talk nicely to it. Here we go. Seven, three, one. I think maybe you might be on the air. Hey, now, this is Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I am doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm having a really good week. So I posted on your Facebook page today's word of the day is declination. You didn't, you didn't see it. I did see it. Okay. Today's word is declination. It's, good luck with that. That means that one of, the, one of the two angles, that located point on the celestial sphere in the equatorial coordinate system, the other being an hour angle, angles measured north, south, celestial equator, an hour above, there, da, da. Hey, you've got a great memory there. <laughs> I Googled it so I could, I made sure I had it right. <laughs> You're sad. You're so sad. Anyway. <laughs> hey, in going through my, going through all my old, writing and stuff, which I do weekly, I ran across something I, that I thought was, it was just fun. I was messing with Amy Wood, in fact. And I wrote this. This is 2007. Your best dog for Amy Wood. You know that puppy, the one you have to keep in the house that chews up everything it can get its teeth into? It only likes to go to the bathroom behind the sofa or under the bed. For all his aggravation, you overlook his fault because he is your best dog. You know that dog that stays out back, the one that barks at bugs at 3 o'clock in the morning, does not bark at intruders, digs holes in the yard, and won't allow you to have a garden hose with enough water pressure to water the plants for all the frustration he brings. You overlook his faults because he's your best dog. You know that dog, the longtime pet that keeps you company when you go outside and stands patiently on guard when you're grilling out, the one that when your best cut of meat falls to the ground, he rushes in, picks it up, and runs just far enough away so you can't catch him to take it back, taking back what he's stolen, who knows, in his heart. It's rightfully his state that he's earned it for his devotion to his master. Mm much as you want to knock him in the middle of next week, you overlook his faults because he's your best dog. Let me be your best dog. In peace. Wow. That was phenomenal, Michael. It was fun. Here we are. It's it's uh, anniversary times. I know, November right? And December. You got your anniversary coming up, and and uh, I've got some anniversaries coming up. 
But for some reason, I'll never know, on, on your Facebook page, you posted the word twirling. Twirling. Now, you know that has connotations to me. It does. So I just pulled up the form I wrote called twirling. Now, the timing for this is pretty cool because, because uh, I wrote this in nine years ago. Uh, no, Peter. No, Peter. Anyway, what I what I was doing in, in November and December was I was paying a lot of attention on the show to who the players were at that time because this is the one where we gathered together on New Year's Eve to usher in the new year. And uh, I, you hear me refer to a lot of people here, and they weren't by accident. I documented their existence. Now, I had to have a date, sort of, for my part in it. And I asked Marcia Nelson, hey, you want to be in this thing? And she was really cool about it. Uh, Marsha, she was a real good friend of Jimmy Wright's body. And uh, uh, there's a few other people that aren't here that were part of it. So I was, so I feel part. So Phil Brooks, excuse me. And uh, anyway, you and I know what this means. There may be a handful of others, but those that don't, uh, this is just a ushering in the new year. Ten years ago, it's called twirling or Nile of Felicia. Sidestep, slidestep, glide across the meager track, hand on hip, hand on skirt, ever careful to avoid a crack. Humming softly, keeping time, helps to keep cadence intact. From a distance, stunning mind, soiree dance moves in exact. Twirling, twirling across her chosen route, sure of her every step, never a cause for doubt. One more pirouette, just for good measure, she enters the hall, an evening of leisure. Welcome to Q's Sports Bar and Grill, a late-night sensation. Wig, the consummate host, dressed for Red Sox Nation. No need for a menu tonight. All is catered to the max, wine and fine cuisines, as well as the standard attraction. Nyla is ushered into a greeting worthy of cheers. Norm, not that she's in the house. The party is on and on. No lectern or spotlights employed. None of that is needed as friends and friends-to-be gather for a New Year's Eve. Gary and Noreen come early, saying they cannot stay late. Nyla introduces them to Stacy. Right off, that cannot wait. Jack and Anthony have not missed this party in all the years. Soldier Blue and Catherine are running late, but they'll be here. Kathleen spots Stevie Ray across the room, tracks him down. He says, Cat, how you been? Been a while since I was around. He and James shake hands, one to the other, partners in rhyme. Had they both not made it tonight, well, that would have been a crime. Marcia is talking Mike into a game at the shuffleboard table. She has other plans, but says she'll stay as long as she's able. Marcia calls for competition. Paul answered by Lucy and Jay Renee. They're a team no matter what. 
you never pass on a challenge. Luna makes and raises mistakes, taking bets from all comers. Quig says to Luna, you can't make book here in old Boston. How you figure, Q-Man? Are we not standing in a sports bar? Don't you bet on the Patriots when you're sure they'll go far? An hour later, Andy and Julie C. arrived from across the border. Snow did not hinder the drive. For them, snow is made to order. It's nine at night now, and the party is rolling full-blown. Stormy gales make the rounds twice. Best time she's known. We've no featured speakers, because if they were, how to choose? I guess they could all draw names from a hat, no way to lose. But even so, authors everywhere are talking about various books. Meg expounding on a children's story, getting affirming looks. And this appeals to Julie, who properly expounds on her inner child. Bill is more than entertained. His inner child is just his style. Sean and Charlie listen intently. I mean, who could have stayed? Even Carlos is all in over this happy tale, not written in pain. By 10, the shuffleboard has gotten way past serious weed. Marcia says, Mike, we're losing, but I've got a trick up my sleeve. Mike says, by the way, I thought you had a big date planned. Marcia ignores these sterile whispers. That's my man. She quietly asked Uma Devi to summon Daryl over her way. Uma eased over to Daryl, repeating what Marcia had to say. Marcia should have detailed as Uma came back with Daryl Ross. When she saw Uma had the wrong Daryl, Marcia feared a loss. Gail saw this, told Luna she knew a ringer when she saw one. Then Daryl Ross said, I'm in, so how do you play this game? Renee asked, what's wrong with Mike other than his play sucks? Marcia blamed it on all the leaning. Pulled a muscle in his butt. Gregory said, bad news for Mike. That's where he keeps his brain. That group exploded with laughter regarding Mike's unique strain. Romeo added this. Yeah, no fair making jokes at Mike's expense. Mike was pretty embarrassed at the jokes of what's in his pants. Meanwhile, over at the buffet, they approached the 11th hour. Linda observed there was enough food there to serve a bazaar. All good, offered Janine. This talking spicy, even for me. Vicky said she hoped Michael would share her favorite recipe. With that, Daryl and Vicky shared what you might call look. Daryl started talking to them about writing an acrostic cookbook. Love Doc said he knew this was a prescription for success. Catherine agreed and said we would surely put this to the test. Back at the shuffleboard arena, Lucy held a blast puck in her hands. Mike sat in a chair, playing hurt, asked Marcia, the plans. She surmised, hey, I just decided I'd rather ring it in with you. For a moment, all was right in their world, but that wouldn't do. Their silence was shattered as Lucy let fly her remaining puck. She knocked Marcia's off while Lucy stayed on. Darn the luck. A cheer rose up. You can hear all the way to Kingston Station. Marcia slack-jawed with feet high approached the near condition. And just like that, she told Mike, hey, Luna, her five dogs. And when he did, that brought another round of screams and hollers. To add insult to Mike's fake entry, destined according to plan, Lucy and Renee high-fiving, shouting, who the man, we the man. At the bar, Quig let the room know they had a surprise guest. He was instant messaging with Cy up for an early breakfast. Cy was there to help them usher in the new year in U.K. style. Let the snogging begin. Well, not now, but in a little while. It's all about timing, as any good poet can surely contend. 
and it was just about time for a New Year's count to begin. Debbie cued the boombox, almost time to play all lane sign. Boomy said he was ready to spin. It's a favorite. Those in the room counted Dick Clark style to reward for many of the celebration situations already begun. Robbie was nose to nose with Nyla, but alas, he missed his mark. Debbie slid in at the last instant, got Nyla first. Mark. As the last refrain from Gal Lombardo's song died, came to the end, Debbie looked at Booney and gave a wink. Then the dance began. Brick House, an Ohio player's fire, rocked down the room. Robbie, quite the stepper, said, Play that funky music, White Boo. An hour later, the party was winding down. Thirteen finally here. The crowd filed out in twos and threes, headed to who knows where. Scattered party hats and favors strolled about, no longer adorning. Wake said not to worry, he'd deal with that in the morning. Boomy closed it out with this just another New Year's Eve. After Manilow's standard, he disappeared. That was his cue to leave. When all said and done, Nyland Cue left to close the show. Now they wouldn't have it any other way, because that's how they roll. Stacy was waiting on her in the parking lot, warming the rift. Those New England nights would be cold, especially post December. Her holiday evening was ending as quietly as it had begun. On her way out, she glanced at Lucy's pup. Well, that looks like fun. Stepping into the night air, fresh and clean, even in the city, she reflected on the evening and used to herself, isn't it a pity we can't do this more often? Still thankful for what went down. She made her way along on the south side of old Boston down. She went whirling, twirling across the icy cement, maybe adding a new step. She is compelled to invent. When all else fails, she knows and she begins to assume. Twirling is the only thing that always makes perfect to you. Oh, there's so many names in there. It's like filled up the entire room with friends. I can't even tell you how much fun that was to listen to, Michael. As much fun as it was to be there, I bet. (laughs) Yep, I like the part about making up steps. You know me very well. That was awesome. That was a really treat to hear. I absolutely loved it. It I can't even tell you how how much that warmed my heart. Well, good. Fantastic. All right. I ran a little long, so scoot on and get some more people in here. Do it. Do it. If anybody wants to come hang out with me, you can find me at miketodd.blogspot.com, M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D.blogspot.com. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Michael, I love you dearly. Thank you so much for sharing that, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. You got it. And thank you for my word of the day. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Love you, hon. Bye-bye. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you kind of have an idea of where you are in the lineup. That was really weird. What happened there? 
There we go. All right, so our next caller. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Please stand by. We are having a moment. Okay. So our next three callers is this is going to work for me. We have five four zero nine oh three and four eight four, followed by two one nine. So those are actually our next four callers. So five four zero, you are on the air. Hey. hey sweetheart, how are you? It is good to hear from you, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I've just been uh, driving. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I want to show uh, Nar- Go ahead and support Narcy Naira. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to support that naughty girl. <laughs> I'm so su- you even you have no idea how sweet I am. <laughs> there is a, the first time I ever googled the name Nyla. This this very beautiful beautiful but dunk a dunk trunk black woman came up, and like probably had one of the cutest butts I've ever seen in my entire life, and she was a porn star, and I'm thinking, wow. I would trade her butts in a heartbeat. <laughs> so yeah, she she's the naughty Nyla, but she's gorgeous. Just damn, damn, yeah. Can't remember. I think her name was Nyla, and then Tay T A Y was the last name. I wonder how many of you guys are going to Google that now. Wow. So how are you doing, sweetheart? What's going on with you? I'm just working. Um, I'm a truck driver. Uh, it's just working one place to another. That's it. Yeah, I was thinking about you the other day when the weather started changing and stuff. I hope that, uh, you know, driving around the summertime and all that's one thing, but doing it in the wintertime is completely different. So I'm hoping that. I is different. I've done it. I've done it in a minute time. Just stay just stay safe out there. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what do you have for us tonight? Um, I'm going to do a poem about um Um, I close the truth. It's my freestyle bomb. All right. Okay. When I look at a time for one man, we have many words to say. Many words that were on display. He had 
many things to go ahead and put it in the light. What would be the sight and what would be the fight? His name, they say his name is Yay. And didn't always agree about everything that he has said. But he dropped gems, exposing the truth, exposing the light, exposing the fight. What he said about the anti-Semitic. What he has said about the truth. They cannot be denied. The knowledge over here be spread like worldwide. Cannot be afforded to feel like a prisoner. To lies and it's all televised. We must improvise in our own nature to learn, to gain. While the lies have drove me insane. His name. They say his name is a once promised rapper. His name. Never agreed with everything that he said. His name. They say, what is his name? Married to one of those type of women who stay in the news. His name, done many records, talking about the anti-Semitic. But when rappers talk about their own, and they call them the B-word, when everything is said, about how black people have died, like George Floyd. Nothing has been said anti-Semitic. When the shirt is white lives matter, nobody even said that all lives matter. Even though I didn't like everything that he has done, the truth came out. They say ye, I say Kanye. I say a world that must be and is put in this place. The truth has exposed. Truth exposed. Go ahead and clear your eyes of all the dirt. Go ahead and recognize what is going on. He exposed the ones that should be exposed. Then he lost it all. You see... I mean, you point out all the things that he's done. He never called it anti-Semitic. But I guess the truth. Well, the truth is never anti-Semitic. This automatic charismatic illegal entity gives me. I'm all in for being dry. I love the way that you freestyle like that. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Very good, uh, my thank dear. Thank you, honey. Thank you. You are very welcome. You say it. 
Are you doing two tonight? I can do two. I'll tell you what. Let's play a game. You give the title of my poem. Do what now? Well, Are you there? Yeah. What's the name of my okay. poem? What's the name of your poem? Uh, you want me to give you a title? Um, yeah. The title is yes, Rockin' It. Naughty Girl. Rockin' It. Rockin' It? Yeah. yeah. You know what? That could be, well, they could go a whole lot of, they can, they can go north, south, east, west. <laughs> I am here. To go ahead and flow like the world that they could ever see me in the place where I need to be. This is the time. The time that I flashed. I was rocking in it. And you can rock with me. Believe me and receive me. I come here. To be like the unbelievable performance. To engage and rage to invade. You are here with me. You are in the place of natural vibes. Some things just can never be denied. I'm here. World of life of recognition. Rocking it. But just rock with me. And I'll rock with you. We can do all the things that we need to do. We can fly like eagles. No, I won't fly like an eagle. I just go ahead and shoot like a cowboy. (laughs) But I'm rocking it. I'm saying many things and many entries. Many ways... And many times, oh, I could be like Queen and say, like, we will, we will rock you. I could be like Rob Bates and say, I want to rock right now. I could rock. DJ Easy Rock. We will rock. We will rock on like the flavor of a nice place. Part of the nature, part of the natural, part of everything that you will hear. Listen to me closely. You rock with me. I'll rock with you. Like Michael Jackson. I want to rock with you all night. So listen to me. We, you, us, we rockin'. This automatic charismatic delivery engine figures in the one empire being dropped. Bravo, dear sir, bravo. Fantastic job on both of them. 
Uh, thank you, honey. You want to do me a favor and tell everyone how they can find you? Well, my pen name is Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Um, what I do as far as my business is Mr. AC Bible Bitches. Um, I uh, created a website. Um, I'm on Instagram, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Um, I'm not really on Facebook like that because uh, Facebook has uh, um, has taken down my uh, taken me down. Um, you know, I could go ahead and try to get my Facebook back. Um, I'm not in a hurry to get that back. Um, so, yeah, and you can find me up there messing with. Uh, the naughty girl. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not even. Not even going to address the fact that you say that anymore. <laughs> you know I got to see you, love girl. Oh. I know. I know. I know, yeah, my dear. Okay. I'm really glad that you uh, got off early enough tonight to be able to call in. I'm glad that you called in and shared. It was cool to hear the great great reads tonight, sweetheart. Yeah, I mean, I don't get a whole lot of time. I, I really don't get a lot of time on driving. I really don't get a whole bunch of time. You know what I mean? So, but I know. when I can, I, I, I will. I know. All right. We will talk to you next week if you are able. All right, then. I mean, uh, maybe I could be naughty as you. You know, know, Christmas is almost coming. Have you been naughty or nice, or is it nice to be naughty? (laughs) Bye, Larry. Bye. (laughs) Have a good week. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is Eric Shellman. How are you doing? Hello, my darling man. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, ma'am. It's very good to hear from you. It's working, and I'm still writing my poetry book right now. And, uh,. I'm still gonna. I'm getting that done, and uh, I think I have 59 poems already. The titles. So I'm gonna keep some uh, mystery, and I'm not gonna read all my poems out of my book. I already read some, and that's fine. And I also posted some on Facebook, but my brand newest ones I'm not gonna read yet. So, but anyways, uh, so I got uh, Thanksgiving. Um, this is actually going to be in the book too. It's a, it's an old one that I wrote nine months ago, but I wrote it for Thanksgiving. So I figured I'd jump on that. I got my other Halloween poem after that too. So. Okay. Well, here we go. Thanksgiving by Eric Shellman. Bountiful harvest, grateful, gathered together, giving thanks, feasting, gratitudes revealed, preparing and cooking food, sharing what one is grateful for, communing with one's family's friends together, communing 
and conversing, consuming good food, drinks with friends and family, conversing on everything. Thankfully, happy, appreciative, natively, kindly, satiated, gracefully, invitingly, viewpoint, indigenous, nobly, generously, teeter-tottering, turkeys, thoughts, trust, ham, harvest, hot chocolate, hearth, arrangements, autumn, ah, aroma, Native American, new world, November, noon, kale, kernels, kidney beans, kinfolk, s'mores, spinach, squash, stuffing, sweet potatoes, sweet potato pie, stories, gray, green beans, gathering, going, Indian corn, ice cream, indigenous, improvisatory, vegetables, vanilla, venison, vav, immigrated Indians, invited, mbongiji, nuts, nutmeg, nutcracker, nation, gratefully, generously, graciously, greeting, talking and walking turkey. What a unstable wobble, 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 struts about, bobble, 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 struts around, hobble, 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 sings, gobble, 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 walks on, cobble, cobble, cobbles, time's reflection, gratitude's traditions, love enjoys reflection, stuffed, roast turkey, salad, give thanks for being alive, give thanks for your blessing, for your beating hearts, give thanks for every blessing you've received from your strife. Give thanks for your existence start. Give thanks for the sun, the moon, stars, and universes thrives. American, abundant, automobile, or autonomous, ample, bountiful, blessed, buttery, baked, beloved, crisp, creamy, candied, cheerful, classic, Delicious delicacies, drowsiness, elegant eating, embracing, entertaining, expecting, family, fun-filled, fortunate, fall, friendship, feasting, festive, fireside, full, generous, glazed, golden, gracious, grateful, home-cooked, happy, historical, ham, harvest, hearth, heartland, helping, heritage, holding hands, holiday, Home, homecoming, homeward, hope, horn of plenty, hospitality, host, hostess, hot chocolate hugs, hymns, ice cream, indigenous, uh, Indian, corn, inviting, immigrant, or immigrate, joyful, jams, jellies, journey cake, kills, kernels, kisses, kitchen, lavish, laughter, legal, federal holiday, libation, love, Mashed, merry, meaningful, manifold, Mayflower, Native, noble, Native American, Network, New World, November, Nutcrackers, Nutmeg, Nuts, Observances, Occasions, Onions, Past, Plump, Privilege, Prosperous Pals, Piping Hot, Quain, Quality, Questing, Quench Pie, Reflections, religious, refuge, rejoice, relaxation, relatives, relationships, roast, roasted turkey, rolls, 
reunions, reunions, rituals, savory, sweet, spiced, steaming, stuffed, special. Sarah Joseph Hill, thankful, traditional, Thursday, table setting, Tom Turkey, travel, treaty, trimmings, trips, turnips, understanding, unifying, unique, universals, vacation, vanilla, vegetable, vegetarian, venison, viewpoints, visions, whipped, welcoming, Wonderful warmth, Wasall, Waddle, welcome wild turkeys, William Bradford, winter worship worshippers, excellent Xmas extras, yams, yells, Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding, stainy, zesty zucchini, Thanksgiving, grateful, thankful, feasting, commuting, Vacationing, family, friends, unthankfulness, unappreciative, condemning, criticizing, censoring, disfavor, refusal, hate. That's in peace. Now. <laughs> it's such fun listening to you go through those. That was awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So uh, I emerged. Uh, I think there's like. Ten different ones, different stanzas. So what I did was what I've been doing lately is um, I have uh, so I picked different forms, and each stanza is a different uh, form and style or or poetic term. So that's the fun part. It's actually crazy. I was looking up uh, poetry on bells, and I was looking up the chime and uh, and the different. Uh, uh, the different sounds it makes and uh, a red egg Allan pose the bells and I didn't even I'd never even heard of it and he actually has like I had the cobbles and the cobblestones and the gobble he actually did a great job in the first part of the poem the bells is actually like I don't even know how long it is it's pretty long I looked it up for the first time I was like oh crap but it was cool that I got to see him do that and I didn't even know you know that he did that so that's cool but anyway so we got uh halloween's up next and this was actually written in 2021 this is my first poem like this so i read the other one i wrote two halloween poems in the same fashion so this one's a little more darker so alrighty, halloween autumn winds coolly blow bountiful harvest pulled from gardens treasures Stacking and lighting, bonfires, campfires, built, consuming s'mores, children trick-or-treating, dressing up in costumes, in spirits, warding off and defeating evil spirits. Fall falls backwards and autumn appalls, fall calls and 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 autumn sprawl. Ancestors arising annually, beastly, beast, beastly. Brutefully bearing babies, cursedly conjured conjectures, damned, dead, dynamically danced, elegantly entrancing everyone enchantingly, frightful freaks feared fathoms ferociously, goals, goblins, ghosts gave horrendously horrifying hosts, 
intimidating, ill-willed incantations. Jack-o'-lanterns jovially jested, keeping caput, labyrinths mysteriously, magically mummified, notwithstanding night's notrocious nightmares. Otherworldly ogres, owls, orange, octobers, phantasms, pranked poltergeists, petrifying pumpkins, quaking queens, quivers, reapers reaping radically, spirits teeter-totting, thinning, uncontrollable, veils, witches, warlocks, wandered wickedly, Santhane, or Santhane, yelling, yelping, yapping, yahoos, sapping zombies, stainingly, pumpkins carved pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, thumpkins, witches bewitched, pitches, switches, hitches, and itches, warlocks, gawked, hocked, walked, blocked, frocked, crocked, docked, flocks, hailing, worshipping, praying to Mateka Guttel and Mekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekotekot
is a good number to try to shoot for in a book, depending on their length. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, 34 I did my first three book, books were 100. a so. book, book. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, maybe I, maybe that's what I'll do then. 60? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah and my, 32 my first three, I did 100 on each book. one. So. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. That's a that's a good cutting point, huh? Sixty. Mhm. All right, cool. Well, thank that's, you so that's, much. That's and, normally uh, average for a for a poetry book. Just, I mean, just oh, the yeah? guidelines. Okay. Doesn't mean you have to. Well, yeah. yeah, I bought yeah I bought other people's uh, poetry books, and most of them didn't have a hundred. I just had a hundred. I thought that's what you were supposed. To, that's what I thought. Along like, back in two thousand twelve and thirteen, when I got my first book published, and uh, my second and third too. I thought I was supposed to have a hundred, so, but I guess not. That's cool. Yeah. You can you can have a hundred I mean, if can, you want a hundred. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying I could go ahead and do sixty, and then carry on to the next one, and do sixty, and then you know once I get to the end, you know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like a a lifelong you know endeavor. So that's fun. <laughs> and then you know I got I got my other books I'm working on still too. I got my traveling silhouettes. It's already written. It's all my travels in the world so far, and in in the U.S. too, as a boy and and even as an adult in the Navy and out of the Navy too. So and then you know recent times as well. Um, and then I'm doing my collected works. Uh, I found out that I got four years until my nephew gets out of out of uh, high school and he's told he told my sister that he would like that as a graduation present so i could get that started now <laughs> and i could get that that's out that's really you know? cool so that gives me a little time to do that i mean it's not going to take four years to collect but i'm just saying that i still got to type up i got to figure out what is good and what is bad you know I can't have certain things in there. He's only he's only 13, so don't need to introduce <laughs> him to the bad Eric, you know, Uncle Eric Shelman, you know. But anyways, yeah, so thanks so much. I appreciate it. I'll keep you updated. Um, and I'll, and I'll uh, I, like I said, I think I have 59 already, so that might be, that might be a cutoff. But what I'm saying is I could write and keep writing and keep writing and keep writing and keep writing. And then just cut off where I need to. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I want to, I want to do a poem for everything, right? So I could just keep on writing until I get there, and then cut off, you know, every sixty poems, and then start another book. So because it doesn't, I mean, there's like I said, that if I write a poem for everything, that's going to be like this world long, world's longest book. It's going to be longer than, <laughs> you know, like four thousand verse epic poem, you know. Like the old ones. So, but anyway, yeah, I'll Byron stop has one Sorry. about like that. Yeah, actually, he does. I love Byron. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He he has yeah he has that one too. So, <laughs> but uh, epic yeah, longest, he, he, uh, biggest volume of poetry ever. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I could do it. I'm just saying that it might be like extremely expensive. I mean, it'll. And when I publish it, you know, I could publish probably on Amazon Kindle or something for free. Because, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know if I told you that we got the Gina and uh, we got her book published uh, finally. But we finally finished it. We got a few more editing to do um, and formatting. 
but Amazon Kindle has approved it, so hopefully it'll be for sale in, uh, like, shit, a week or two, somewhere on there. So I'll let you know on that. Very that cool. was the Poets United that we put together. So Please do, there's yes, uh, 51 poetry there. Yeah, I will. There's 51 poets and poetesses from around the world. So, yeah, we put that together. And, uh, yeah, I'll keep I'll keep you updated. I'm just gonna keep doing that, and I'm gonna get my get my traveling silhouettes uh, edited and revised, and then I'm probably gonna put that on Amazon Kindle, and then throw that on paperback, and uh, and then I'm gonna go from there, and uh, get you know eventually I want to do my collective works too, for for me as well, <laughs> but you know, and then I also want to sell like a collected works from you know, 1999 to, to, uh, 2020, you know, two or something like that and do like collected mm-hmm. works part one or something, you know? So, but anyway, sorry for yammering and taking up time. I'm going to let, I'm going to let the <laughs> fellow poet or poetess jump on. Have a great week and, uh, I'll catch up with you next time. Love you. Nyla. Thanks for the show. Thanks for everything you do for us. Thanks for the platform. Appreciate it. <laughs> Have a great one. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week, honey. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, our next caller comes from area code 484-484. You're on the air. Usa, how are you? <laughs> Doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? All right. This, this is, is Ryan, um, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> It's good to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Nice to hear from you as well. I can't wait to see what you brought tonight. It's been a while. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I I was thinking about doing two pieces, so um, let's get to it. Um, I'm going to do... Oh, well... Yeah, I think I got everything covered so far. I'm going to do a piece called America's Dark Daydream. Um, They call it Living the Dream. Sadistic, twisted screams. I mean, this shit is obscene. Where's the nation's safety? Many are in need for you to embrace and to not forsake thee. How many of us are surrounded by people yet still have mindsets that are homeless? We are trapped in a world of people that sit with upright arches, yet they're seen as chickens that are boneless. None pay close attention, yet programmed by TV, brains fried via phone sets. Tone, death, they're murdering us and we're killing each other, yet not one of us is in charge of, nor do we own breath. All we want to do is moan and groan. And all the while, your 
wrong and shown death by way of blown steps. I know. I'm all over the place and so is sin. Blowing winds will snatch you off your feet. We have sex trafficking all throughout the streets of any region you go to or know of yet. We need to be prayed up for those legions. Just know you could you you'll be tired but can be refreshed. Can you embrace the deepness of kidnapping? Places where body parts are being sold on the dark web, tormenting of souls, kids being sold to horrid cartoon figures, sitting in the shadows, there's cold. People tried, treated unfairly due to the color of their skin. Being placed in a physical hell is where you're sending the, and if they don't participate in these torture ceremonies, they'll be stripped of their identities. Porn sites or where the kidnapped kids nap against their wills without napkins, but all the while they're made to nap with their next of kins, older or not. And they're sick perverted minds, the colder the plot forces you to see the difference between a soldier or not. Adults take advantage of the weak, whether it be another adult or little boy or girl, where they're sexually taken advantage of, destroys their world. The USA Corporation is built upon lies, greed, and perversion, where they'll offer you up a sales pitch of an excursion to an amazing place for a vacay with a great stay. And it's not said that this is the same place where people consistently get date rape, where women lure you in with niceness and manipulate you into vice grips, beautiful bloodsuckers they are, that'll cut you deep, then leave you for dead in a tub full of ice chips. In this world, life lifts you up high. The next, you just might slip down slippery slopes. And if you're unaware of different strokes, They'll be looking to start slitting your throats because their M.O. is and was to continue scaring us. Hearts racing where it's vacant, torn apart, chased in to your own thoughts, leaving you stark, naked in reality, and your thoughts live off the chart wide awake screens. Without God in your life, it'll put you all the way on edge. A-T-D, America's Dark Daydream. America's Dark Daydream. Ladies, 
and peace. Wow, that was absolutely intense. Thank you. That was that was that was absolutely that was like a like a heart racer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. As, that, that was incredible. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just I'm trying to sit up here. I'm fig- trying to figure out which one to go to next. So, I may need you to help me with if I can find this other one. Um, I have one called Mental Health or I can't find that one. Mental hell or fairy tales? Um, let's do mental health. Mental health? Yeah. Okay. Mental health. I'm questioning do I even exist except all of my exes, yet it's me that can't exit. Exits make me feel trapped. Snap my back against the wall due to being slapped and smacked against the wall. He cracked me in my jaw, took my face and smashed it in the floor. Can someone please help me before I get multiple fractures on my skull? Do you, do you hear my cries for Please. Do you see these emotional whelps due to the agonizing pain? Torture and torment. More thanks to my soul with his verbal pipes and belts. When he did what he did to become in prison. I cried because I because I couldn't kiss him. In fact, I miss him. So I figured to assist him to get him out of that prison, which didn't change a thing because he won't say bye to his polis. Wise, which is destroying my system. I shake. I shake whenever I think of him. I, I, I shrink. Get dim. I mean... He freaks out about any and everything, even when it doesn't involve her. Me. Just hearing him park the car makes it sound like someone's loading a revolver. See? I know that I'm a grown woman, but why do I feel like an abused toddler? He has me continuously on my knees, begging God to be my problem solver. Please. I feel like the most strongest yet the weakest person 
disease is lurking in the dirt within the murky wind. He said, first, my friend, at the very beginning, he was uplifting me. And, and now he throws me down, kicking me. He oh, spits at me. I mean, I, I can't find it with myself to even say, you told me you love me. I mean, are, are you kidding me? He tells me that he's sick of me and I better do what I'm told and I'm so afraid that he'll start pistol with me. Just to smell like I'm in his presence. I can feel him gripping me, stripping me upon my victory. When you sit with me, understanding my history, you can see yourself witnessing the inner me is now a defeated ministry. You can see he, he finished me. To diminish me as you stare into this victim's eyes. Due to me being brutally victimized, my soul is torched, feeling like an out-of-town corner. You told me that you were burned down my place, straight to my face. I can't stop these shakes. I feel like I, I can't escape the coroner. Body buckling, slid down in the corner where Stirred up emotions got me so scared to the point that I literally see my soul floating. I'm way past. Okay, I'm trying to get myself together. I'm way past broken. I almost rather feel myself. Choking, soaking in the ocean with my mouth wide open. I don't know what went wrong. The love that I used to have is now gone in the blowing wind. I mean, we used to spend quality time. How can I not see this? Set out to follow these blind eyes and it has me gasping for air choking and all he sees is one of the streets sexing, smoking drinking, drugging and lusting after her probably doing more than touching on someone else's husband he's weird, I don't know I don't know it and nor do I care anymore, I'm just trying to make the proper readjustments to get myself past tonight and I had to send the children to my parents for the summer because they don't need to be nor do they need to see me frightened. It used to be so much excitement with him and to start for myself and my little ones until he started showing me signs of his spastic ways emotionally with his little guns. His temper tantrums were beyond explosively volatile. I mean, think about it, a grown man, yet and still a problem child. I'd be scared out of my mind around him, but still I would be trying to smile. I know it's, it's kind of wild that even in the midst of me being continuously terrified, I knew I could have called on relatives and my family, which is made of nothing but scary guys, but I didn't want them in jail behind my wrong choices in choosing him. So to reach out to them, I wouldn't dare to try. Please. Please, 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 someone save me from this horribly mean man. 
that is ultimately capsizing my mental health, seemingly to never let me loose from this mental jail, no matter what I say or do, I feel that I will remain subdued in this mental hell. Please, someone save me from this horribly mean man that is ultimately capsizing my mental health. Seemingly to never let me loose from this mental jail, who no matter what I say or do, I feel that I will remain subdued in this incredible piece and a phenomenal performance on that. Being able to breathe that life into those words and make it so vulnerable and real and terrifying and and just that that was intense. That was incredible, hon. Thank you. Fantastic job on both of those, Ryan. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, I had a female friend who I um, I liked at one point. Um, and so I, in calling her to see how she was doing over the past years, um, she ended up being involved with this dude who was a narcissist. He was mm-hmm. drinking and drugging and beating on her and, Every time, you know, just the sound of him, no matter what he's doing, just the sound of him walking, she would get paranoid. And uh, she told me the story about, you know, everything that she went through. And so um, she she told him that I was her brother so that he wouldn't start freaking out about some other man, but he still did freak out because he didn't believe her. And he told her, I don't want you talking to anybody. I don't care who calls here. I don't care if it's your mom, your sister. You don't talk to anybody. And so really the last time I spoke to her was right before or during the time she was telling me what she was going through. And it's been like a year and a half, two years now since the last time I spoke to her. And so she's been paranoid. And I don't even know if they're still together, but... I haven't seen her or heard from her or anything like that. So I went right after she told me this story. I was thinking to myself, how many other women go through this? I said, you know, I think I need to be a voice for those that are going through stuff like this and open it up for people to express themselves and be the voice that's been solid for however long um, so that people can get out of this closet and get out of this mental hell and this tormented place in their mind so that they can speak up for themselves and hopefully they'll grab other females that speak up 
for themselves as well. And I want to get myself to a place where I get them the, the proper help that they need in order to get saved from that place and no longer victim. Scary, scary place to be, that's for sure. I think you should look her up. Just saying. Yeah, I've been trying to, but I year and a half too anywhere. long to not know. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to look for her, but I've not been able to find her. She's not on Facebook. She's not on any type of social media sites. Um, she's changed her phone number, and I don't know if she's moved. Um, she's not in the same place where she was, but uh, I don't know if she's moved out of state or what. Hopefully everything is well with her. And I know another female that went through the same thing. I mean, both of them are very beautiful, but I just, the, the, the mindset behind the men that have done this to them need to be helped as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, I was just thinking about that. So I just decided to write a piece about it. And when I first wrote it, honestly, it was a piece I wrote that I didn't see acting out. And then when I did act it out for the first time, I literally scared myself. <laughs> I, I literally, That's a fun like, feeling, isn't it? Of, it was the scariest feeling in the world. I'm like, wow. I put myself in any female shoes that was going through that, and I literally, like, I was crying. I was shaking. My face was bloodshot red. My eyes was, I just couldn't believe the feeling that came over me doing that piece. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can imagine how horrible they feel locked up in this place. So, yes, that's a piece. Well, fantastic job on it, sweetheart. Do me a favor and tell everybody how they can come over and show you some love because you are definitely deserving of that. Thank you so much. Um, not going too far. Um, I am Ryan Smith on Facebook. Uh, I just changed my Facebook profile. I have a uh, lavender shirt on. Um, I'm dressed up, put it, put it that way. I'm dressed up in one um, picture, and then in the other picture, I got what I. There's two other pictures, or there's two pictures on there. I can't remember that one. I just changed the day. But um, yes, I'm Ryan Smith. Um, I am also trying to get a comic book character drawn out. I think I may have artists to draw the the idea of my my Marvel comic cartoon character, what I think it is anyway. And um, I have the backstory and all that, what he looks like and all those different things. I just don't know how to draw. Um, And I'm also working on getting my book out my poetry book, and I'm also hitting the studio to um, get all of my poetry out with music behind it and some acapella. So mental health is probably going to be one that is 
real eerie with some music behind it, but not a lot of extra stuff. Um, and I have quite a few different poems. I wrote write uh, anything from reality to romance, uh, spirituality, and all that stuff, all in between. So, yes, you can find me on Facebook under Ryan Smith. Um, that's maybe my social only social media site. I do uh, upload a lot of TikTok videos as well, so you'll be able to find me on Facebook that way. That's all. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, appreciate you. Appreciate you coming in, sharing tonight. You did a fantastic job. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right, sweetheart, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you so much. Bye-bye. And thank you for having (laughs) me, Nyla. Absolutely, my pleasure, sweetheart. We loved it. Oh, and I I, I want to apologize Mm -hmm. also for the disrespect someone else showed you earlier tonight. Um. And I know him personally. I don't like females be disrespected. If says no, I don't want this happening. I don't want that happening. I'll be respectful and mindful of who you're talking to. And if they say no, that's what no means no. That's all. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Have a nice Very time much. So. <laughs> you too, honey. Bye-bye. No right. Bye-bye. That was pretty awesome. Okay, next caller, 863. 863, you're on the air. You too, honey. Bye-bye. 863, it is your turn, and I'm going to sing to you until you pick up your line. Miss Noreen, come to me. I'm going to keep singing. 'Cause you're absolutely awesome all in your own right and I am excited to see what you brought of yours and what you brought of Gary's. Okay. And um uh, Gary's I have his poem called um My Family. Okay. Um, can there be a good place for me? As a child, yes. Things have changed. The beauties of my life have been taught me, now the ways. Now I know a greatness, honesty and truth. I was so proud of the things I was taught. Right was right. Wrong was wrong. Strength and pride was taught to me. Past relatives were strong, hardworking, and proud. I knew I could live all my life being proud because of this. I was strong believing in these virtues. I was strong, young, and so happy to be part of this. My family. The end. That was incredible. Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay. Oh, in 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 mine I have um 
when you think of, okay, when you wake up in the morning, lying beside your loving spouse, think of the lonely ones who have no one to love. When you watch your baby grow up, playing, laughing, and crying, think of the ones who are childless and will never be parents. When you are, when you sit at the dinner table, eating a tasty and delicious meal, think of the ones who are homeless and the and the others who don't know when their next meal will be. When you come home after a day at work, a day at school, or a day of pleasure, think of the ones who have no real homes to go to, just the outdoors at their makeshift home. When you retire to bed at night in a warm, cozy bed with a fluffy, soft pillow, think of the ones who have no bed to lay their cold, weary bodies on at night. When you have problems galore and feeling sorry for yourself, think of the ones who are worse off than you. Then count your blessings. The end. Right? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's some good, that's some really good advice there. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. Okay. Oh, I have a um uh, something to tell you about the that about the pig roasting. Um, I couldn't do the apple that night because my sister couldn't find the apple, and she um <laughs> she couldn't find the apple. Plus, he um. Um, her husband said it'd probably be hard to get it in there too, in his mouth. Oh, she's a kitten. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no. Joking, Noreen. I, I, I know he's joking. That was a perfect, perfect, perfect response. <laughs> you guys, no kittens have been harmed in the making of that dumbass comment. Okay, go ahead, Noreen. <laughs> okay, okay. And um. And I actually haven't put the pictures up there yet, but it was really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, I am really glad that you had a great time. It's uh, yes. it's nice knowing that you were out doing that. Yes, and I'm I'm th- I'm thinking of doing changes too, but I haven't had the guts to do it yet. I can go Zumba classes for free, and I can go to um to uh, yoga. I can go play dominoes. And, and and drink coffee and make new friends. I can do all of that. And um, uh, through um, Florida, I got Florida Blue now, and um, I can do that and and free transportation to get to that too, to get there. But um, and so I'm just trying to um get the courage to do it. You can do anything in the world, my dear. Yes. I should have to to and stop um procrastinating and should do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. I, I will I will encourage you for that. Okay, cuz that's what I want to do and um right now I won't have time right now in the next few days. But um, I'm going to do it. I should, I should got to make my mind up and do it. And I want to join the Papa. Uh, wait, Papa Pal? Yeah, Papa Pals too. Mm-hmm. And then they can take me to, to get my um to get to the um, take me to the coffee shop. I want to go to the coffee shop so bad. 
I want to do that too. That would be cool. Yes. That would be really cool. Yes. Okay. Okay. And and um. Okay. And you. Oh. And um. This coming Monday, um, we're going to um have a um um have a chat with poet Noreen, um and with um Honey Parker as a guest this Monday, and then then on the 29th is going to be um on the Tuesday is going to be uh you um Nyla, but instead of me interviewing you, you'll be interviewing me. Yeah, I need That's to know what's the 29th. date on that. 29th. 29th of November, and that'll be on a Tuesday. And if that's not a good day, I can change it too. So, okay, email me after the show because I need some detail on it. You use, do you use, what platform do you use for that? Um, StreamYard. Okay, because I've been trying to do, there's a couple that some people have had me try to, um, Upload and get into, and I have not been able to. So I just want to make sure that I, I can, I can get into it, and we're good on it, and I can call and do it or whatever it is I need to do. Um, yes, you can, um, cause, cause, um, I should send you the link when I, when I, um, um, I have to go on Streamyard and and, and make an event, and and I make the event, and then you, you, and I'll give you the link, and all you do is click on the link, and it'll take you right there. You don't have to download anything. So click on it. It'll take you right to the studio. Okay. Awesome. All right, yeah, send me that so I can check it out. Okay, okay. Okay, right, I'll honey. do that. Thank you so much. Okay, okay, okay. you're very welcome. Okay, and, um, <laughs> okay. and you can find um, find um, Gary Knightley. You can find us on, um, you, boy, you can find our books on, on Amazon.com, and you can... Um, Find us on um, our um, our official website, um, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com front slash um por, por, oh por, poetry. Uh, I'm forgetting stuff now. Okay, <laughs> and then you can find us on um oh no oh no. Okay, you can find Gary on ReverbNation dot com, Facebook dot com. No, poetrypoem.com, and you can find me on um, ReverbNation.com, Facebook.com, and um, Facebook.com, already said that, um, ReverbNation.com, and um, poetrypoem.com, and um, okay, and you can find us on the Poetry Club, and I do the um, um, Facebook Live every Saturday at... Um, Five o'clock, and I will have it this Saturday. Last Saturday, I didn't have it because I took got home. I was too tired Saturday to do it. But I will have it this Saturday, and I will do the a book drawing too, the raffle drawing. Okay. And then, then you can um, okay. Then I'll have the have a um, have a chat with poet Noreen. Um, and guest star is the um, Honey Parker this November on this Monday. At seven o'clock, and then with Nyla and me, we'll do it on um, November twenty ninth, Tuesday. Okay. Okay. 
Awesome, sweetheart. Thank you so okay. much. And okay. Oh, um, Wait. you can. Oh, you can also find us on um on coffee. K O, uh, um hyphen hyphen mark, f i dot com front slash Gary and Noreen. Okay, and you can also find us on here every Thursday night. And, and and thank you for allowing us to come on here and read our poetry. You're very welcome, sweetheart. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, hon. Okay. And okay, hey. talk to you later. Talk to you later as well. Sorry, I muted you too fast. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks, hon. Talk to you later. Okay. okay talk to you later. Okay. All right, so our next caller comes from area code. I'm having some issues with my board here. Let's go ahead and grab 323. 323, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Awesome. So I want to let you know, 323, we have you. Then we have 807, 585, and 919. Those are going to be our last callers for the evening. If you're listening to the show, we are going to stop streaming in about three minutes, live streaming, but we will continue to stream through the end of our callers so that uh, we make sure we get everybody on. It's going to stop uh, streaming to the live feed. If you want to call and listen to the rest of the show, the number is 646-595-3965. You can listen on the line and in the archives. Okay, go ahead, sweetheart. Sorry. No problem. Um, Let me get this out the way. My name is uh, Ed McKinney, sincere from Los Angeles. You can find me on Facebook at Ed McKinney. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Ed um, 05, uh, Sincere. It is good to hear from you, love. What you bring us tonight? It's called Reset. The world would reset herself once and forever when life was about learning about how to become successful, like those not in chains or in servitude, bound or binding. Like those from Rosewood, the Tulsa Massacre and the annihilation of people under the term anti-hate, anti-sentimental, through colonization over or offering a colony rulers across seven seasons by two seas investigation lakes and ponds of dead souls. Let's collaborate time. If we can take time, precaution, not offending anyone's point to receive said review, conversation with me, you, and us, we haven't seen a white mummy yet. Yes, we have not seen anything that wasn't here before that was not done by four eyes and three degrees in any field office. The world will reset itself. The dry the desert ancient times are seeing water for the first time. The ocean is expanding and her lakes are and ponds are calling backwards under the name of Revelation. Europa was in darkness before the Moors or Moors reshaped and taught twigs to be twigs and gave fruit baskets for offering. Histories for knowledge and for con- convenience to share a cup of four bucks coffee, a.k.a. Starbucks, if anyone wants to know. Now back to the punchlines and killing fields and files. Once thought Thor was white or African was in the land where walks in to and from was the norm. Don't worry, it's protocol poetry to make you gas line my eat from consumer chocolate coconut choice. Black is Negro and Spanish as whitewashes for those still behind the tennis racket strings. 
Oh, wait, newsflash. It helped me. Someone black started tennis and I'm late to fly with the Wright brothers on that one. Get ready to be with me on Communication Nation to which money buys truth over hurt lies and a miscarriage will buy me up old idle New Jersey Drive. Lisa. Sincere from Los Angeles. Wow. Are you going to read to my love? Love is overrated. Love was. Yes, I will. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> love was. Love is overrated. Like free speech and First Amendment under attack for speaking from the soul of two birdseeds that understood as freedom of a broken lie. November to remember when they pay you not to enter into the unknown files from the fire range often raised inside a Birkenstock's ride. 98% of evil deeds confide in our intervention between hate and selfishness without a hug or a mere mention of that thing we have learned from white European teachers that white countertops, white point of view, is they're owning nothing about owning everything. And when I say white, I ain't talking about the skin. I'm talking about the black ink on white paper. Paper thin plans. Hurt more from words from being cut with a pair of broken letters. Paper thin as paper thick when words are networked from anti-Semitic. Carnage when the reality of it is speaking on adversity when I awake from knowledge that I've learned. Maybe we should stand up to them for our constitutions being polarized towards a different kind of governing communist review, as Kanye and Kyrie and many others who are trying to awaken the beast off the breastfeeding from all of who's working underneath the bridge whenever atonement is present. Love is overrated. This is from a theory of a half man who's 30 years up from a broken heart over a miscarriage when she slipped into pity. Ask me again why love is not worthy when we all want love and to be validated for what appears to be honor over common sense. Love will reset itself. That's that peace, Lord. Sincere from Los Angeles. Fantastic job, sweetheart. I am so glad you were able to get in tonight. Tell Thank everyone how to find me. you again. Coach Ed, 05 on Instagram, Ed McKinney on Facebook. You can also find me on Linktree. Uh, Coach Ed, Sincero, Ed McKinney. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Yes, you will. You have a great week ahead. <laughs> You too. Thanks, honey. We'll talk to you soon, Ed. Good night, Nyla. Good night, sweetheart. Okay. Absolutely love that man. All right, our next caller is area code 8. Oh, it is Robbie Baby. Hey, Robbie. (laughs) I don't have to announce myself to do it for me. Robbie. (laughs) It isn't oh, so easy to do mouth. with the retainer in my mouth, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to bite your tongue, eh? <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like I was saying, I don't have to announce myself. Like you say, oh, tell everybody who you are. I don't have to. You just <laughs> you do it for me. <laughs> so uh, I have uh, something here that I wrote about an hour ago, uh, it was inspired by Kylie Minogue, her song, uh, The One, 
And I don't write like this very much these days, uh, but I wrote this because I uh, wanted to see that I could and just that the sent, that kind of sentiment isn't like totally <laughs> fizzled out right now because uh, things aren't exactly, you know, as inspiring these days. But uh, so this doesn't have a title, actually. And I think I might leave it un- untitled. Some some poems I feel like they just they really do speak for themselves, and like to give it a title almost takes it away from that. Oh, it's just a weird philosophical thing with me. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, here we go. Written an hour ago to Kyla Minogue's The One. Breath cascades gently through tresses of hair. Close, so close to my heated and rhythmic pants. Chants of poetic and loving discourses flow to the ear like honey as fingertips drift forbidden areas of such delight to touch. Words continue to grow in intensity and earnestness. Hands clench tightly together as bodies joust, engaged in a game of give and take. Only in the moment of final release Shall they, shall they disengage? Love and lust flare in a delightful dance, furtively shimmering and shim, shining like nascent starlight in your questing eyes. Your quest to find every part of me, to penetrate into my soul past every body, past my body, to find the all of me, all the parts I hide from everyone else, that part of me that is so secret but the best of me, me too afraid to reveal for fear no one will understand it but i know that you will i realize this as i look at you with questing vision as i look for that part too that secret and best part of you the best of you that hides behind a shimmer of mysterious reflection in your eyes i could devour you all in lust in one fell swoop But the loving part of me wants to savor you like the finest wine. Your vintage growing and more intoxicating, more sweet with every passing moment. Finally, it all comes to pass in one final moment. The joust of two bodies in full force meeting together in a final moment. No longer able to wait. Not able to bring a single greater force to bear. The force of these two bodies has reached the zenith of their respective powers. The climax of fulfillment comes upon us in that final moment, and we collapse into each other as one, as our best selves meet each other, and we become impossibly better than we were before by ourselves, as we become one. And that is my untitled poem inspired by Kylie Minogue's The One. And uh, I liked this poem really evolved for me into, it just evolved so naturally into what kind of, what I guess was already in my mind. And it's funny, mm-hmm. like it, that, that song is just so present for me in this song. It's like, it's like an extension of the song almost. Like I could hear it in my head, almost as if like there's a record player playing in my head of the song, right? And I like this poem for how it, I think these are like my best kind of love poems. I would personally say where it plays with the ideas of love and lust in, in one piece and it kind of plays the two off each other. 
You know, it's like I love you, but I lust I lust you, but I love you too. <laughs> you <know? So. laughs> That's funny. Are you gonna read two? Yeah, um this one is called Order and Chaos. I just I just tossed in two random other poems here. I didn't really particularly look at them. I just saw the titles and like, okay, I'll read this one. <laughs> uh Order and Chaos. As you gaze out into the universe, looking entropy straight into the face, you may seek to restrain it, to defy it with order. And if you do, you may become a prisoner of your own desire, a desire to fix the state of entropy into a static state till no progress is made. All things like passion, love, and desire, they fade away into a long-forgotten dream. As you gaze out into that same universe, you may desire to seek out entropy, to undergo change for its own sake, to seek out conflict and strife, born of a desire to ever grow stronger. As you put your own life under evolution's dispassionate knife, you may start to see evolution and change as a holy grail to be worshipped for its own sake grown cold into the world's suffering and cruelty, as eventually you are blinded, and you, your self-deluded self, making your own individuality the only rule. In this universe, you must seek out the balance, the middle point between order and chaos, between peace and strife, the point of balance where progress is made without the hordes of endless suffering and strife. So remember, as you look out into the stairways, starways of infinity, to seek the balance, to, sorry, to stand between order and chaos. Sorry, I got to edit this. <laughs> For if you stand between order and chaos, you will find eternity. <laughs> the last part needs to be edited. So there you go, all the way from love and lust to infinity and order and chaos, man. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. To infinity and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Before I forget, I was uh, really struck by, uh, oh, I can't remember his name now, uh, the gentleman's uh, take on, like, the narcissistic, you know, the narcissistic relationship uh, that the woman was in because I, I, I know someone who has been in a nar- narcissistic relationship, and that's the thing is when you don't know anything about it, you you have maybe an initial impression that narcissism is just like, oh, I just think I'm all that and everything. But when it's like at its worst, worst, tongue tied today. When it's at its worst, it really is. Like I've heard, you know, stories in that. It, it, at its worst, it really is a whole new ball game. It's like you know, ultimate possession, and and uh, just like this is my world. I want to control everything in it, including the people in it and everything. And yeah, that really opened my eyes and uh, hearing that uh, from somebody and then and to hear that in the poem. Well, I would call it more like a spoken word or like a a poem uh, or like a performance piece. Uh, yeah, that really opened my yeah. eyes to, or it not opened my eyes, but it really reminded me of that experience of, of hearing that uh, from one of my friends of just what that can what that can mean when it's like really, you know, like when it's at its worst kind of a manifestation, eh? That was Ryan, yep. by the way. 
Oh, okay. So, all right. I so, be... yeah, tell everyone how to find you, honey. <laughs> you, you got me trained by now. Uh, I can be found at Robbie's Multimedia Poetry on Facebook, and if you go there, you'll see the links to all my other stuff, like all poetry, SoundCloud, where I have some electronic music and Bandcamp and all that stuff. And I'm gonna have to start putting up some of the links for some of the, the one-time stuff I did, like uh, like my my chat with uh, Noreen there, so, you know, to put the link to that so that people can see the archive of that and and such. And, uh, you know, when it comes to archives, there are some things that I wish had stayed up archived. Uh, like I know one <coughs> musician who used to have these shows, and it would be nice if he had those up. And, uh, and Jimmy there, Word Machinist, uh, I remember, I just loved his uh, video podcast that he did uh, years ago, and uh, it would be nice if those were like archived somehow. Uh, I just, I just remember like you know the intro and just uh, it was just like a, it was a fun time. That the chat was really fun and just that really laid back atmosphere and and all that and just just is like he is another performance piece kind of guy and it was nice to see those kind of performance piece things uh <clears throat> on his show and yes yeah, too bad those weren't archived but well you know how it is websites are come they come and go and a lot of times when they're when they're gone they're just gone nothing of them stays so <laughs> yeah tis the impermanence of the universe yes it is <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. All right, sweetheart, fantastic job tonight, and um, we will see you next week, right? Uh, maybe not, because uh, my schedule is just good. Just say week. yes so I don't pout all week long. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll be there. And then, then okay, if I'm not, thank then you. You can, you can pout afterwards. If I'm not there, you yeah, can Yeah, exactly, after. right? Don't make me, me miserable all week long. There's no sense in that. <laughs> all right sweetie we'll see you next week if you can be here okay okay (laughs) all right thanks robbie okay our next caller comes from oh five eight five come to me darling hello how are you (laughs) i'm doing great how are you doug Oh, okay, I, I see we're at overtime. That's cool. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. everybody is playing. Uh, so, um, when we finished our show, we were doing, we had a show, and uh, the name of the play is Barbecue. And since the whole world can't make it to where I am to see the show that we put on, if you hear about a play called Barbecue, being uh, put on where wherever you live, it's worth taking a look at. It's very, it's an extraordinary piece of writing. It's uh, a lot of twists and plot turns and and uh, some very interesting characters. But we did we did ten shows in two weeks and it drained everybody. So onward from there. I'm glad to be here for a Thursday night and. 
I had two poems. It had to do with stories, and actually one of them is called Thursday Night Blues. I think I may have done it here, but if I did, it was a long time ago. Um, my radio show has a theme song that's sung, sung by a 1950s rhythm and blues star named Winoni Harris, and he was named, he was known as Mr. Blues, and he was a larger-than-life character. I read somewhere about him that Hollywood should do a movie about him, except they would make it too corny. They couldn't possibly reach the level of intensity of what this guy's personality and flamboyance were without being too Hollywood and making it corny. So this is a little story about Mr. Blues. It's called Thursday Night Blues. Mr. Blues stepped out on the stage in some red wine alligator shoes. His hair slicked back, a diamond ring, and he went to shouting the blues. Tell me, baby, maybe, that blues man sang in rhyme, why you keep sitting on it all the time. Oh, I see, and you ain't ashamed to tell it. You're going to sit right on it, baby, till it's time to sell it. Man, the big band blue, yeah, rock and roll, and every seat in the house was sold for this rhythm and blues jamboree where every act was something to see. A cat made an organ, purr and moan. One laid on his back and blew a saxophone. Girls danced in silks, the most exotic styles. Some sissy boys were dancing in the aisles. Under Homburgs, flat tops, and pompadours, some good-doing players strolled in with their whores. These hepcats grinned, gave each other some skin, while sporting in style the wages of sin. They sat at a table that was marked reserved, and no sooner sat down than were promptly served. Their champagne was chilled in icy pails as a freeze was sniffed from their polished nails. Mr. Blues spotted them and gave them a play. His boys dropped down in a sleazy, sexy way. You better get yourself a job, girl. Find some kind of work to do, because there's a little girl around the corner, and she's making it awful tough for you. A monkey-faced man threw back his head to shout, raising his glass, and that's what I'm talking about. Oh, what a party they had that night. Didn't even nobody start no fight. They was drinking joy juice and dancing, all jammed up in there, sniffing cane, smoking reefer, getting high without a care. When Mr. Blues got down low, sung a real groovy line, the dancers in the floor did a hard, slow grind, trying to get chose by whoever they could find, because when the joint closed, it would be testing time. In a long work week, they were rounding the bend on their way to another Black Bottom weekend. But down in Black Bottom, Thursday was the day. Working chicks were off and came out to play. There were maids and porters with a day off from their job, and those who never worked, those who, those who steal and rob. And baby-faced crooners, silky, silky smooth on stage, and a blues man from Memphis whose guitar was all the rage. Over there sat pretty Ricardo, supposed to be Puerto Rican, and Giles, the number man, drinking rum with the geek. And some young cat from Augusta who could really dance, he asked to sing and he he asked to sit in and sing, but didn't get a chance. Mr. Blues sang and danced, he joked and clowned, and baby sure enough kicked those blues around. 
and as his final number brought the house down, he walked off that stage and blew out of town. And the following. That was incredible. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Larger than life stories that come true. <laughs> I know. Are. I loved it. That's what I loved about it. It's that some you know like you know that that country song is five o'clock somewhere, right? That happens somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is so true. Yeah. So now this we got the blues tonight. That's what it is. This is called that blues. If not for your dog, you'd be all alone. Nothing but silence from your cell phone. The TV's turned off, no music plays. It's the bluest yet of your bluest days. Just sing a sad song, it's the thing to do. But there's no song even close to this blue. Three times a day, your stomach is flipped. You whisper the name and your heartbeat skips. Your eyes are just leaking. You cry just a bit. You got the blues, son. Can't you see that bit? Your tears, you think, are the objects of stairs, but the truth is that nobody really cares. If anyone knew the pain you're in, they'd send for the doctor, rush him right in. But no needles or pills of any description can give what you need a her-love prescription. A drink or a high will do you no good. It's been two days since you can... A drink or a high will do you no good. It's been two days since you've even had food. The sound of her voice, a gesture, a kiss, are the only remedy for misery like this. You try to pray, fall down on your knees. God either can't hear you or ignores your pleas. You pray the Lord your soul to keep, so blue and lonesome you can't even sleep. Too smart, too tough, too mean to cry. You can't even say her name and keep your eyes dry. You would sing the blues. That's what some do. But there's not even the blues that's close to that blues. And the song. <laughs> Both of those were amazing. <laughs> and I the like story. it when you have the blues. <laughs> yeah, because it's a natural subject for me, so it's, it's, it's just just rolls out. <laughs> well, you should do like some kind of a blues show or something, you know, with, with that Maybe passion of yours for it. I try that sometime. <laughs> yeah, I think I you might want to do that. <laughs> Blacks and Blues airs on Friday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time at org or WITHradio.org, and that's three hours, and that's Eastern Time. And Blacks and Blues airs on Saturday night for one hour at WIT, no, I'm sorry, at WDCB.org, WDCB.org, out of the city of Chicago, for one hour at 10 o'clock Central Time. So, you like the blues, or if you might like to find out about the blues, just tune in and hear those shows. 
My name is Doug Curry. I have now a Facebook page that's called Douglas Curry. I had to resort to using my full name since my um, since my account got hacked and I had to rebuild another one. Um, I uh, the poetry I write is going to be found on allpoetry.com under the name of Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D-99. And I hope we cross paths. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for being here tonight, for hanging tight with us and getting on the air and sharing those incredible pieces. Absolutely. Love and respect Thank you. you dearly. Yes, I'm always going to be here. Because I know if I think you're going to be here, I'm going to be here. <laughs> well, unless you're on we'll stage somewhere, and then you know you have a you have a a, a legit pass on that. But just know you that you're very be. dear to me and us, and we appreciate you. Well, thank you, and thank thanks to everybody who supports this program. It's the best thing. Well, thank you, honey. All right, Doug. We will talk to you next week if the creek don't rise. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope not. I'll be here next week. If 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 the creek right. rides, I'll be swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay, let's go ahead and grab our last caller for the evening. Area code Granville nine one nine. You are on the yes, air. Yes, ma'am. I am on How the air. How are you, my dear? Of... I am fine. I am fine. All is well. I am content and full of gratitude. It's you said good that to hear is... from you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be in the land of the living, my dear. Always good to be in the land of the living. Hearing... Okay, I have a couple of poems here for you. The first one is called About Her. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Please, yes. Okay. About Her. What thoughts there are that holds a woman's mind captive? The secrets her mind harbors. I looked deep within her mind, and I can tell. There is no reservation here. She dreams and wishes for some Cinderella moment, some brief utopia. Some magical bliss to satisfy her insatiable cravings, however briefly. Her appetite for life, who or what can compare? She would drink the cup of life to dregs. It is her pleasure that gives birth to men. And she is always for play and population boom. What a concept 
our lives and how we replenish ourselves. The nature of things, what a concept. God is great. God is great. Thank you. That was phenomenal. Are you going to read two tonight, honey? You might as well. You've been yes, on hold all this time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to read it. This one is called Alexandria. I wrote it about a young lady. She was married. She was the Bank of, Bank of America. And anyway, the point will tell the story. The Marky Reeds, Bank of America. How ill-named the opportunity missed greeting customers there she stood, the Cleopatra of the Carolinas, Alexandria, her name, Alex for short, her voice resonant and clear, it reeks of royalty. I was awed, but remained poised. Such beauty necessitates self-control. This is a place of business. Personal matters should be checked at the door. Still, we banded words. As I sneak peek from behind the comfort of my Ray-Ban sunglasses, I devoured her full form. All woman. How well she represents her people. And Bank of America would have been better named Bank of Alexandria. The opportunity missed. To their own hurt. Thank you. Thank you. That was incredible, hon. Good job on that. Thank you. Thank you. We well, want a third one? So welcome. What's that? <laughs> I said, did you want a third one? Oh, you might as well read one more to close out the show. Sure, why not? Okay. This one is called Almost Anarchy. Almost Anarchy. It is not a perfect world. Far from it. It is din and dirge. Always the consternation. The constant friction. Peace. What illusion. How brief. This is the life we have come to know. And love, the bewilderment, the turbulence. It was fiction that brought us here, that started life. Life is fiction, the engagement it brings, and how intertwined and irretrievable, and irretrievable. How intertwined and irretrievably yoked to it. 
Life, it is magnanimous, overwhelming, and glorious. I feel entitled, but denied, awaiting a better moment, a moment of perfection, a perfect time, absent wars, and in satiety. A perfect calm and clarity forevermore. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Great job on that. Thank you, thank you. All right, Granville, do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come find you. Yes, everyone, you can find me at at, at on Facebook, Granville John Hedrington. Look for the Lion logo or the picture with me in the sunglasses and hat. And at Granville John Hedrington Instagram. Look for me and you can find my phone number, my work, and and I have a few books too, which I'm supposed to put on Nyla page and keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can check me out and 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 support. I'll appreciate it greatly. And and my work will serve you well. Good trade. Well thank you, sweetheart. We appreciate you so much and I'm really glad that you hung out. Stayed on the line, was able to get on the air tonight, and um, did a fantastic job on that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, Naila. Always good to be here, and 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 you deserve the support. Well, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Yes, my dear. God, God willing. Perfect. Will be done. All right. Okay. Thank you so Bye-bye. much, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank everyone for being here tonight. We appreciate you. I'm going to close out the show with a piece by... Dun, 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 dun. Where is it? Um, let's do this. We haven't heard from Andy Scott in a while. and We've still got... Noreen on the line. I know she loves Andy. So let's go ahead and play this one. This is Andy Scott, Snake with a Flower. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. I invite you to visit my mountain to drink from my fountain, to feel what gives me power, to meet the actual snake with a flower. I've heard stories of my demise, folk tales given by the unwise. Storytellers with no ear, dishing out tales to cover their own fear. Tales of great evil, a place around me built by the devil, escapades covered in sin, delivered with a lust grin. I have heard how I have led all into temptation. The path of right and wrong always leads to confusion. Storytellers say, I always will lead you down the wrong path. The piper's marching you to the devious bath. Folklore states that all souls are in my treasury. Amassed by traits of debauchery, living in heaven, lined in sin, the tales and where they begin. Storytellers' muse must all be true, 
Tales of terror that must be through and through. Fires of hell surround my throne, a kingdom built on my own. So I do invite you to visit my mountain, sharing the gift of the ever-giving fountain, where no judgment gives the power to the snake, the snake with I you to visit my mountain to drink from my fountain. Fight you to heal my mountain power. Drink from my fountain to heal what you have power. To meet the actual snake. Fight you to heal my mountain to drink from my fountain. The actual snake. Flower power.